Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Coogan Nation. Time to rise and shine and start your day with Duval Sports Media Big Steppers. Dan Hickett. You know it! Jeff Prosser. It's a big deal. Gosh, it sure is a big deal. And E to the T. E.T. is in the boot. <laughs> <laughs> Rise and shine! Google, it's go time on a Wednesday morning, hump day. Our job, our mission, every Wednesday, knock the hump out of us. Hump day meets stump day. We're tracking our perfect game, ZT. Perhaps that was a bit of a mush. Good morning, my friend. What's up, see? Oh, uh, by the way, number seven, number seven, Kansas hosted unranked BYU at home last night. What do you think happened? Elville. Yeah, Elville, baby. It's like every day, right? It's like clockwork. Good luck with those brackets, gang. Good luck with those brackets. Man, that's certainly not the lead story this morning. I had to throw that out there, though, uh, top of mind. As we get into, you know, basically a lot said, but nothing really said yesterday, right? I mean, we got many updates. We do know that... Unlike last time we heard from Trent Baalke and he had not spoken to Josh Allen, this time speaking with Trent Baalke, he has spoken with Calvin Ridley. Somewhat, I don't know if coy is the right word. That sounds too flirty. But basically the message when it comes to Ridley is uh, we know what he wants. He knows what we can do. We'll see. Isn't that what you kind of read between the lines on Mm -hmm. that? And going to let you hear from uh, Trent Baalke. Going to let you hear from... Doug Peterson, um, yesterday in, in Indianapolis, um, th- they spoke at the podium, and I'm sure there are plenty of resources for y'all out there to just to pull up that podium uh, video. Uh, they also spoke one-on-one with uh, Frank Frangie, both Peterson and Balky, and uh, we've pulled it, some... It, so, some important answers from this standpoint and, and credit to the boys. Look, some of the questions that we have, okay, we, we've, we've believed in Fortner. We doubled down on Fortner, it seemed, at the end of the year. And now at the Combine, scouting among the positions, interior offensive line, one would think, you know, the opportunity to ask about Fortner again, and you'll hear what Doug Peterson had to say about that. Um... It's it's pretty clear Josh Allen is back in one form or fashion. I hope they do a long term deal. This dude's in his prime. Maybe it's the it's the franchise tag to get you there. But here's hoping that the two sides can come together on a good four year deal. And l- let's keep our uh, good slash great players and let's add to them. Right. Let's get our quarterback healthy. Let's build that offensive line back to uh, something that's much more functional. God forbid, dominant. Let's go win some football games. Got a good little nucleus here. We got a nucleus on both sides of the ball with an edge rusher who played at an all-pro level and a quarterback who has has certainly shown in windows that he can be as good as anyone in the league. Let's let's get that rolling a little bit. (laughs) I probably probably sound like a waffler when it comes to Calvin Ridley. So I I, want to be clear. I want Calvin Ridley back on the football team, E. All right, you know, I, I've, I've offered counter-arguments to what you do if you don't have him, what a certain signing may mean in terms of another, but don't get me wrong, man. I, I'd hate to be be the team that shook off. I mean, 
the man did shake off the rust for 75,008 touchdowns. That's a shake off the rust season. He's entering a very productive phase for NFL receivers traditionally. That age 30, uh, 29 to 32. Boy, I'd hate to knock that rust off for somebody else to really reap the benefits of a all-star level season Let's let, with a year of chemistry built up. I, I sure hope they can get something done with Calvin Ridley and uh, the thoughts from uh, Trent Valky on that coming your way as we move through this hour uh, as well. Now, the biggest change really since we last heard from, from Peterson and Valky were the hiring of the defensive coordinator. With that comes the question, do you change to a 4-3 defense? Again, with our boots on the ground from 1010XL, they asked that question specifically. We'll get answers on that as well. We can really dive into, I mean, the answers as best we get them. There was an old ballad back in the day. You say it best when you say nothing at all. You know that songy? No, but I know the saying. Yeah. yeah. Smile on your face lets you know that you need me. There's a truth in your eyes. Saying you'll never leave me. The touch of that's a wedding song, is what that is. There, there's some Googans out there right now. Six four one ten ten on the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. Yeah. Text me and tell me that wasn't the song you danced to with your bride at your wedding. Who sings that? There you go. My man you will find it. What uh uh you say it best when you say nothing at all? Is that the name when you say nothing at all? Is that the name of the song? Definitely a Ladies and gentlemen, we ask you to turn your eyes toward the stage where the bride and groom will have their first dance. The smile on your face lets you know that you... Yeah, right. Who is this, by the way? Is this a country duo? Allison Cross. Allison Krause, yeah. Is she country? She's probably country. I asked the dumbest questions. Yeah. Yeah, you've heard this, right? No? No. Yeah. Can you see a bride and groom out on the dance floor of this one? Uh, you, You feel me? Maybe we should recommend this. I, I don't know what, you know, Hicken's daughter's song is. We're open for requests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The phone line ring at 641 <laughs> That's a Guggen right there that right. danced to the song at his wedding. You trust me on this one, okay? It's definitely a wedding song. <laughs> it's a wedding song, my brother. But they're going to get to the part about the combine and what you, you know, what you hear when your guys go to the podium and you, you got these heartfelt questions that you've been thinking of asking, right? There's Peterson, there's Balky. We're going to we're going to punch our way to the heart of the matter, right? And then you ask the question and they seem to understand it. And, and then their mouth starts moving. And then they're left really with this overwhelming thought. You say when you say nothing at all. Okay. Okay. See what I did there? <laughs> Let her right into it. I got to lead into it, E. I mean, you could, timing is everything, my brother. You know that. <laughs> so, yeah, right? You say it best when you say nothing at all. I get it. What are you going to do? Yeah, with the 17 pick, we're going to take this dude or that dude. Go ahead and mark it down. No need to have a pre-draft. Round two, we're going to circle back with an old lineman best on the board. Come round three, we got our eye on a receiver. We really like the kid out of Eastern Michigan. He's a sleeper. Shh, don't tell anyone, right? <laughs> what are we going to get? Don't kid yourself, man. The combine is like spring break for these coaches. They go unleashed. <laughs> coaches gone wild in Indy. 
Oh, they go out there and have beers with all their cronies, had a good time, shake off the cobwebs, go over to the dome in the morning, watch dudes run fast. Most importantly, identify where happy hour is today. Right. Hey, this combine, don't think it's a coincidence that all that bleep wraps up about 3.30. Well, these old saw, these coaches now, man, they're road warriors. Oh, yeah, they get They've been living this for a long time. <laughs> yeah. They go to 2.33, get up at 6, have a cup of black coffee, grab that whistle, no problem now. Don't kid yourself. <laughs> I, I, I'm not uh, casting aspersion, okay? Work, work with me a little bit here this morning as we get up and going um, with your Wednesday favorites. Uh, you know, Wednesday's normally a Murphy Power Hour day. We grinded a little bit with disappointment that you can't get SNY. Well, some of you can, and uh, those that you did, uh, those that did or thought about it and got to listen to Murph a little bit in the booth uh, through the magic and miracles of technology here, we are rolling right now on that game. We pull a couple of snippets. We wait for Hick to come in and do that. I, I don't know if Daniel will be able to join us maybe on the phone, talk about it a little bit this morning. I bet if we hit him up, uh, we can arrange that. We shall see. Get Smart John uh, for sure is is standing by in the 7 o'clock hour. And so, uh, again, like a good storyteller, I circle back to how we open the show and we kind of mush this, 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 well, not we, I me, I did. This, you know, notion of track, tracking our perfect games this year. I blurted that out when we uh, went perfect, like in week two of 20-24, and we haven't had a perfect week since. We've had some good weeks, but now it's become, it's kind of coming uh, becoming a thing. Now I got like a monkey on my back when it comes to this, so uh, let's get that brain energized, gang, and, and, and have a good one today. You down with that, E? I'm big down. Okay, good. I like to hear it. Got a great uh, gator growl coming up for you uh, this hour. Todd Golden's team, suddenly the darling of projections and speculation. More on that with the growl. Florida does play basketball tonight. An important game in a different kind of way. We'll dive into that a little bit. Uh, lots of other news from the NFL. I saw a stat yesterday. Quarterbacks are kind of in the news because you've got this, you, you got another wave of, of, of guys that teams are going to need to extend. In Miami, it's Tua who goes down into year five as they try and lock up a long-term deal. I, I don't know. There, there, there's a group I don't understand. That's the Tua haters. And again, the only reason I use hate is because we are more than ever in sports and in honest evaluation, more than ever, E. And I don't know if this is a generational thing. I don't know if it's a pendulum thing, if it'll swing back to something more rational. But more and more, there's this mentality, it seems, among sports fans, that you're great or you suck. Yeah. yeah. You feel me, right? And, and the truth is, that's just a ludicrous mindset. Trevor Lawrence, at this point, has been neither. And if you're a Trevor Lawrence believer, you can't say he's been great. And if you're a Trevor Lawrence detractor, you can't say he sucks. Either opinion is, pardon my French, estupida. That'd be my Spanish. Keep y'all on your toes on a Beatrice Public Wednesday. So, yeah, there's that. That's some a fantastic finish in the NBA last night. The, day, uh, the Daily's double take right out of the gate here is brought to you by the Dash. 
get that coffee at the dash every morning. If you're stopping somewhere else, you're making a mistake. It's locally sourced and it's freshly ground every single day. That means it's dripping out pure deliciousness. They got breakfast specials over there. The piled high biscuits are delicious. And you know all about those daily subs and sandwiches and uh, all the others because we're uh, believers here, right? Um, yeah, the double take comes from Cleveland last night, E.T., where the oh, Cavs yeah. hosted the Mavs. And Dallas was feeling pretty good when down a point, uh, the clock, game clock running, I was going to say out, but because of how this story develops, the game clock running down, they get a beautiful feed inside. Uh, they hit a layup with like 2.6 seconds left, right? Ball game. P.J. Washington. The Cavs uh, get the ball in. They throw it back to Max Struess. And Struess pulls up from, like, City, right? He's he's about 10, 12 feet before he gets to half court. Yeah, he's about City. Yeah, you got to get a you got to get a heave up, man. I mean, the time's running out. You're down and all net, man. And the Cavs win one twenty one uh, to one nineteen. It's one thing to hit a half court shot. We we you know if you span the basketball globe every night of college and NBA, you're going to see them at the ends of quarters or halves. Um, it, it's another to hit it like to win the game. These guys. When did the basketball? When, when did we as humans? Uh, develop the ability to just shoot jump shots from like half court. I don't understand yeah, this game that. Changed for real, for it, real. it changed, right? What what has happened that guys can just lift up on like form jump shots? That's not what this was. This is more, but it was like a like if you watched Max Struess's basketballs that flew through the air, et perfect backspin rotation, like it was a free throw. Like he was digging in the yeah, man. Yard. He got a flick, got a flick on that he thing. Got that flick on there. But I'm watching Dame in the All Star game, and he's just from a standstill, just pulling up Look on a like jumper. A free throw, yeah. From half court, like even the Globetrotters, Metal Arc Limited, the boys had to heave it up there a little bit. Yeah, like they almost like pushed it. Right. All right, let's uh, get a quick time out here and come back. I want to dive into this Jaguars and stuff. I, I love hearing, especially when we're not hearing it every day. Now, I think there's value in this uh, for all of us as uh, we discover together what our brain trust has in store for our 2024 Jacksonville Jaguars. And that that process is certainly underway with the Combine. Set to give us on-field workouts, I believe, start either tomorrow or Friday. So we're still now there interviewing prospects and you know, meeting the media. It's kind of a state of the franchise for uh, any and everyone uh, that is there. Um, also, thoughts in a football fix on these quarterbacks that I referenced and the Tua, not understanding the hate for Tua. And I will just drop in this stat. I meant to mention it and, you know, uh, fluttered along here. You know what I determine about our show, E.T.? That. Like overall, not like the 6 o'clock hour, but it, this certainly applies as well. The best in the we were ahead of our t- We were ahead of our time in, in this regard because we, we've had, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to peel back the curtain. No pretense. Here with your boys in the morning, right? Through the years, and Dan and I have been doing this now for over 20 years. Long time. Okay. Through the years, we've had various consultants, program directors, general managers sit us down and tell us, you're all over the place. All right, you're talking about something for two minutes, and then boom, you're talking about something completely different for two minutes. And, you know, we really like to sit down and dive into some topics, maybe take some phone calls. And you know, we kind of, yeah, it's not us, man. And, and But what I've determined now as I watch the evolution of entertainment and people today, they go to those phones. Mm-hmm. Let me, let me, let me ask you, what are they watching more? Are they watching a 12, 13 minute straight clip or interview? 
are they swiping up those 30-second little videos? Swibbity swipe. Uh, we're YouTube shorting, aren't we? We're oh, TikToking. Yeah. We're Instagram storying. But guess what, baby? We've been swiping our way through a morning show for 20 years. So let me swipe back to Tua real Ahead quick. Ahead of time. Let me swipe back to Tua. The algorithm caught us talking about Tua, so we're going to circle back with a swipe, all right? I saw this stat, man. In the last two years, or I don't whatever, maybe it's the entirety of Tua's time in Miami, but I think it's the last two years. And, and understand that two years ago, he missed significant time. He had all those concussion issues. By the way, credit to Tua. We made fun of the jujitsu or practice and falling, whatever it was. He avoided the concussions this year. It worked. Right? I'm not saying... Cause and effect here, but who knows? Where for him? But Tua, in the last two years, he in 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 QBR completion percentage, um, five like legit categories, not far-reaching analytic categories, just five of like the big ones. He's top five. He up there in all of them. Top five in all of them. Touchdown passes, completion percentage, QBR, and then there's a couple more. And so, has he had a playoff success? No. Man, I need to remind y'all something real quick, and then we'll go to break and come back. Okay? Swipe. Um, Peyton Manning, a, a great, an all-time great, E? Absolutely. He's an all-time great. Peyton Manning came into the league, and he faced these same roadblocks that the young quarterbacks today are facing. Quarterbacks like Joe Burrow hasn't won yet, and Josh Allen, who hasn't won yet, and Tua, and Trevor, and Justin Herbert, and whoever else, should, Jalen Hurts, whoever you, else you want to throw in. And this goes back to swipe. Today's generation, you either are great or you suck. And the truth is, it's neither. Back to Peyton, swipe. Peyton Manning came into the league for seven, eight years. He had trouble even winning a playoff game. He was putting up numbers. He had good teams. They were top seeds. They'd run into a buzzsaw. The Steelers would get him, or the Patriots would get him, or they'd, they'd lose 41 nothing at the Jets. Did, did Swipe, did Peyton Manning suck? No, of course not. It took him seven, eight years to get there. So just, just a word of caution, a tap the brakes to any and all fans of Trevor or Tua Burrow doesn't take that kind of pushback as much. I think Trevor and two are two of the best ones to, to look at. Settle down, man. They're not all Patrick Mahomes. Come busting in the league with the perfect setup and scenario and talent, most importantly, to win all these ships, as they say. All right, let's come back. Let's hear from Doug Pe- Swipe, Doug Peterson, and Trent Balky. You're listening to The Drill. It's a Petros Plumbing Wednesday. All right, we hear you, text line, designed by Lifetime Enclosures. Keith Whitley, they told us. Allison Krauss redid it, either way. Uh, from the text line, designed by Lifetime Enclosures. It's amazing how you can speak right. Uh, great call, Mr. Prosser. My wife and I danced to this song at our wedding. Great memories. Been married many years now. This song still holds true. Now she just tells me to shut up, though. Oh, that'll happen. You can uh, also, from the text line, sitting at the red light, San Jose and Bay Meadows. I'm in the middle lane. The car on my left, car on my right. We all got our windows down. Basically, I realize all three of us are listening to 1010XL. Hey, even on the AM, we're in stereo, E.T. Shout out yeah. to Google. Honk if you hear me. Good morning, uh, gang. Thanks for being up and at him with us. Yeah. Yeah, we, we're going to go now to the guys who were talking yesterday at the Combine. 
leaders, franchise, charge of getting us better, man, making us uh, contend again, and that uh, would be uh, Trent Balky and 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 Doug Peterson. I thought Frank did a great job with both yesterday. Uh, the ability to sit down with him one on one makes the combine visit worth it, and we'll be giving you all kinds of other stuff from Indy as they move through the week. Uh, first and foremost, with Doug Peterson, it was certainly a disappointing end to the 2023 season. Man, I seem to fall more. Maybe it's just optimism and hopey. As long as we got a team that's good enough, man, I'm not going to fall into it. I know what true Jaguars despair is, my brother. I've been here for the whole thing. We've had wretched runs with no hope. I'm not going there. There's enough here. We've proven enough in spurts, including last year off to that 8-3 and three start. The finish defines it. 9-8 and eight and disappointing. Doesn't mean we're not still a contender, though. I do. Um, I really do. And, uh, gosh, you know, we've had a lot of time here to think about, you know, what went wrong or, you know, um, the decisions I made, whatever it might be. And, and I, think, I think we all had a hand in it, you know. Um, but, but I do feel like the pieces are there. I, I, our quarterback, we got the right quarterback to lead us into the future. And quite honestly, I, I think we got the right nucleus of guys. All right, so that's Doug Peterson. We'll circle back to him. Swipe. Swipe. Trent Balky in charge of fixing a team. And, and by the way, this is a fix now. This is a talent fix. Got an injury fix. We got to have some sort of emotional baggage and scar left over here. You know, the Chargers season ended quite distressingly two years ago. They didn't respond well last year. The Titans season ended quite distressingly two years ago. They were a last place team again this year. So we got a lot to overcome in this, you know, calamity of a home stretch. And here's Trent Balky on his approach. Working. You know, that's an ongoing discussion that we're having with his agent. Uh, in fact, later today, I'm going to have another meeting with him as well. So just ongoing. That's Josh Allen. That's just a kind of a quickie on, on Josh Allen. But there's also be cut two from the Frangie. Uh, interview ET is you got to understand we've had a flood of sound that's come in we got different like quote interviews or uh, uh, opportunities um, you know with each so let's let's just circle back to Doug Peterson E for now okay we got we got much more with with uh, Dougie P you heard him say something there right about the quarterback if you belief may waver among the fan base and that that happens all over the league with quarterbacks better than Trevor, by the way, right? But there's still belief there in Trevor Lawrence from his head coach. He 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 really seemed to use that as a an anchor to that first comment that we got from the Jaguars head coach. You know, I've said all along too, man, it doesn't feel like it when you're in the middle of the battle, but let's take a step back and really look what happened to Trevor Lawrence's body the second half of the year, right? We're off to that 8-3 and three start, and then then it starts, right? It's it, First, it's the knee. He plays on a short week. Then it's the ankle. Then it's a concussion. Then it's a shoulder, throwing shoulder at that. He was beat to heck, man. And it matters. Injuries can be an excuse. Or if you ask Doug Peterson in, in this regard as to any step back, in this case, injuries are a reason. I think up until the injuries, he was playing, playing really well. 
I do think the injuries affected him, and he may not tell you that. You right. know, the prideful guy in Trevor, and I'd probably say the same thing. Oh, it didn't bother me. But I, I'd have to say that it did bother him because he missed practice time. And regardless of who it is, when you miss practice time during the week, one day is fine. But if you miss a couple of days and then expect to play at a high level on Sunday, it's hard. It's hard. And, and um, so I think, I think it did affect him. All right, both both Peterson and Balky, the Josh, Josh look, it's what form or fashion, and hopefully it involves, you know, no hurt feelings. Josh Allen's going to be a Jaguar. That's not a storyline. Whether it's a tag or they reach a long-term deal, that's that's the only thing in the interim. There's there's no split decision when it comes to that. Uh, you know, as for Ridley, they, they both want him back, you know. Uh, more on that in just a sec, but here is Trent Balky on – this approach for fixing a broken team, you know, broken in the standings at the end of the year and probably broken confidence-wise and, and and in other ways. But this offseason, obviously, super important. We were 8-3 and three, and, and one game away from being number one in the AFC for seeding purposes. And then we kind of lost it. You know, we went five and we lost five of our last six games. And obviously we finished one game out of the playoffs. Huge disappointment. And when you go through with something like that, you'd be making a huge mistake to jump to any conclusions too quickly. Yeah. You got to let it process. You got to you got to sit back and say, okay, why? It's never one thing. There, there, it's a multitude of things, and you got to assess each level of, of what that what that looks like. You know, and and coach and I and, and the staffs have had some great conversations. Like I said in terms of how are we going to address that and what it's going to look like. And for us to share that plan at this stage doesn't do us any good. But we we know what we're doing. We know what we need to do, at least in our minds. And now we just got to go execute the plan. Uh, there was uh, The cat got out of the bag a little bit through the course of the conversations and the podium visits that the Jags need more big people. They need corners and receivers. So cornerback at 17 makes more and more sense if in what looks like a pretty good cornerback draft. You know, they'll be couple or three that are slotted to fall in that category if you pick the right one so I certainly think they could go in that direction despite the fact that we all know they need big people receivers is probably contingent on Calvin Ridley and here's Balky on Calvin Ridley and doing whatever they can to keep him on the Jaguars well, we like Calvin, obviously, and, and Calvin and I sat down in my office uh, two, three days ago. Okay. He came in, and we just had a heart-to-heart, you know, and, and love Calvin. You know, and, and he's so passionate about the game of football, and Trevor and, and him are, we're starting to build a little bit of synergy as the season went on, and it's only going to get better as we move forward. So we're going to do what we can in that area as well. He did say that the Ridley deal is strictly about getting a deal done with Calvin Ridley. It doesn't matter to them about the draft pick if it's a second or a third. To be honest with you, that's the right mentality. You made the decision to trade the pick for Calvin Ridley. When, whenever you make a trade, you want the very best out of the player you're getting. And so if you hit that higher mark when it comes to the compensation, good. You made a good decision. He was what you hoped he could be. And, and I am guilty. I'm guilty of kind of looking down my nose at 75 for over 1,008 touchdowns. I'm guilty of that. So Josh Allen will be back in some form or fashion. They want Calvin Ridley back. We'll see where that leads us. One kind of disturbing, there was kind of a hint, you know, you, you almost left yesterday's proceedings and comments and press conferences with this notion that they could 
basically run it back with the offensive line, E.T., that's that's scary. I, I don't need that one bit. <clears throat> They've had plenty of time now to go through every frame of the film. What's the evaluation of your center, Luke Fortner, Doug Peterson? I thought he played okay. Um, you know, I thought I thought that he um, there was there was moments in there where uh, I think his confidence wavered a little bit, and and I think that just came from outside influences. The media was on him, you know, national, local, the whole thing, and, and that did affect him a little bit that way. Um, we didn't help him much, you know, uh, or. or much at all with some of the scheme stuff asking him to do too much you know as a young player those are on those run us as coaches and so all of that took a toll i think on luke um as yeah, the season enough, went on. yeah we can you go know, ahead and tell you yeah you said it best when you say nothing at all <laughs> come on coach tell us about fortner coach what do you got what do you got coach all right Center. Now you say it best when you say nothing. Ladies and gentlemen, we invite the bride and groom to the center stage. Mr. and Mrs. Bill Conroy. All right, so yeah, the O line running back would be this year's white, you know, elephant. It would be last year's do nothing at the defensive end position. Y'all seriously can't count on us to run the team. That ain't that's not a good strategy. Us here sitting around talking football every day, local media, the columnist, the fan base, we, we're not equipped to run the team. Stop making us look like we make better decisions than y'all do. Don't do that. Bad look. This is the drill. It's a Beatrice Plumbing Wednesday like family. Beatrice is there. Now, slow your roll. It's time for Jeff's Gator Growl. Brought to you by Southeast Orthopedic Specialists. All right, it is uh, time for the Gator Growl. Todd Golden's Gators take the court tonight. This is an important game from this standpoint. It looks like Florida is turning the corner. Well, I shouldn't say turning the corner. There's an interesting stat out there, gang. And uh, look, I understand that the quads can vary a little bit. Like day-to-day, a team can lose. And what was a quad one or two can flip-flop places. But, But going into action yesterday, there are only six teams in college basketball that had not lost a game outside of a quad one opponent. And they break down your opponents. It makes a lot of sense. I'm not going to tell you exactly how it works, but your net ranking is some function of who you play and where you play them and where a, a win or a loss in, in certain sets and scenarios based on rankings and where the game ends. And it's not that hard. And to be honest with you, if you look at it, it makes a lot of sense. So anyway, point being... The, the only teams that haven't lost to a quad two, three, or four all year are teams like Purdue and UConn and Houston and, and you know, the very best of the best. Florida is also in that category. And as such, Todd Golden's team is suddenly uh, the darlings. They're the darlings of the projection and the speculation. I saw Joe Lenardi's latest bracketology. Keep in mind, three weeks ago, Florida was on the outside looking in. First four out. They were a six seed. In yesterday's uh, release, which means Lenardi thinks they emerged as a top 25 team, the AP and coaches' polls would agree. So they play Missouri tonight at home. Missouri doesn't have a win in conference. Um, it's a game that they should win. And based on what they've done against quads two, three, and four, they will. And 
it, I think that the national analysts are right when they say this about the Florida basketball team heading into March Madness, of which now it's most assuredly they'll be part of. They're going to be a dangerous out. They're not going to be a team that you want to see. And that's today's Gator Growl. Gators in Missouri tonight in Gainesville. All right. Uh, fire up the band. We got a football fix. It's brought to you by my friends at the Jointon Creek Golf Club. Uh, the home course. Oh, tee it high and let it fly. It's the best deal in golf. It's a golf course that's getting better and better. Gang, I play golf all over the place. The very best courses down to... I, they, I grew up a humble golfer. Shove 18 flags in the ground. I'm happy, right? The, the, the conditions at the Jillington Creek have gone way on the uptick. They've done a lot of good work uh, on the grounds there in less than the year since we were out there for the Guggen Golf Day. If you're with us and you won't recognize the place, go online, join to Creek Golf, and set your tee time today. Uh, lots of news. And when it comes to, to, to the Combine, it kind of fell for, I, well, I didn't feel for, it was interesting to listen to Ryan Poles, the GM of the Bears, tell you how much he loved Justin Fields and how much of a Justin Fields fan he is. And yet, basically, all but admit that, but we got to take a shot here on Caleb Williams. So where does Justin Fields land? That's going to be a really interesting story. And then we'll find out if the Bears were right or not. The Chargers at one point decided that, no, Drew Brees, not the guy. And Phillip Rivers was good. Yeah. But Drew Brees went and won a Super Bowl. Yeah, he won Drew Brees. Right? So, you know, will the Falcons or Steelers or someone realize that, hey, Justin Fields is the guy. Not predicting he'll be Drew Brees, but you see what I'm saying. Anyway, so Fields in the news. Uh, Tua and, and a potential extension. Dak Prescott, you know, be, uh, being asked about uh, of the Cowboys. It seems like Dak is going to be their guy for the next 8, 10 years. One way or the other, they'll keep extending him. And boy, that price tag just keeps going up, up. It feels like just yesterday we were talking about the Cowboys' need for the current extension that Dak is on. And the dollars just continue to fly out the window and postseason success continues to elude Dallas. The Chiefs say they are prepared to throw the franchise tag on LeJarius Sneed, who has emerged as one of the best corners in football. They are also open to trade ideas that are out there. Hey, I don't know what kind of, you know, this is where the salary cap comes in. Jags need corners. They got the 17 picks. Sounds like a starting point. Uh, The Bengals recently tagged T. Higgins, but they're leaving the door kind of open on what that becomes, either a long-term deal or maybe also, you can't trade a guy on the tag, I don't think. Isn't that the rule, Lee? Yeah, when he is on the tag, you can't trade him. Right, you have to either get a deal with him or and then trade him. I don't know the exact parameters, but uh, moving forward. All right, there's been a lot of speculation around Devontae Adams with the Raiders. And the Raiders are like, well, that speculation ain't coming from us. Their GM says he's a Raider and that Devontae Adams will not be traded. There have been rumors about a potential uh, re-hookup, I guess it would be, with Aaron Rodgers in New York. Uh, We will get a pitch-off rule change a pitch off, a kickoff rule change pitched to the owners. Uh, we may end up with that, what will initially seem like goofy system of the dudes lining up 10 yards apart down where the, the kicks are received. We shall see. I, 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 I'm interested to see what the stats are. It seems like you'd get more touchdowns off of that, E, because everyone's down there. It seems like if you execute the play and, you know, 
You don't have those layers, those think, waves yeah. coming at you. I don't yeah. know. Be, be, I, I, I didn't pay. I didn't pay attention to these spring leagues, and if I do this year, I'm really going to watch the kickoffs. Yeah. If, if by the way, they end up with that, which they may or may not. You want to talk about a team in flux? In Jacksonville, we have it to just a small degree. But it's Josh Allen, it's Calvin Ridley, the real impact players that we have to make decisions on. Let's be glad we're in relatively good shape. That's not the case in Los Angeles with the Chargers, where the future of their stars, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa, those are all up in the air. A non-committal was their GM on the futures of all those players when he spoke yesterday at the Combine. Quote, obviously the salary cap got bumped up a little bit higher, a little bit more, gives us some flexibility, a little bit. We'll continue to talk that uh, through that over the next couple of weeks. Chargers projected already to be $25.5 million over the cap. Williams, Mack, Bosa, and Allen, really the four best players. By the way, we already know that Eckler's going to be gone. All had projected cap hits upward of $30 million next year. That's four guys that are over $120 million of that $250 million cap. You do the math. So, yeah, certainly a, a, a team that could be very much in flux, even with that quarterback. So my my time-tested theory is really going to be put to the screws with the Chargers. NFL teams don't get better. They get better quarterbacks. And the Chargers, for their disappointments, I don't think you pin them on Justin Herbert. They were hanging around 500 despite a coach making the most boneheaded decisions in endgame until he got hurt, and then the wheel totally fell off. Falcons released veteran tight end John U. Smith. Smith had a good year, kind of re-established himself. He got lost in New England for a couple of years. He never really emerged there when he signed from the Titans. He, he was good uh, for Atlanta. You know, their their head coach, Arthur Smith, who also had him in Tennessee, has moved on to be the Steelers' offensive coordinator. So that might be a likely landing spot. That's Football Fix. You're welcome. It's brought to you by the Julington Creek Golf Club. Best deal in golf. Go online and make your tee times now. Hit can arrival and more come your way next on a Beach Rose Plumbing Wednesday. Ladies and gents, please put your hands together as Dan Hicken enters the studio. You know it! Yes! Hey! Yeah! As I was filling up the gas tank and getting a premium cola this morning. Cola? It struck me. What struck you? What day is it? Thunderstruck. <laughs> it's funny you ask. Not Friday yet. No. We passed Monday. Yeah. Hopped over Tuesdays. Right by. <laughs> Day. Ow. <laughs> yeah. Nothing like a hump day Wednesday. Nothing like it. Good to be here. Great to be here. Lots of uh, good stuff to talk about today. Infotainment. Oh, goodness gracious. I mean, we dive right into the... Uh, Press conferences yesterday. Nose dive. I try, guys. He sound the disappointment alarm. Sound the, oh. ne- sound the negative Nelly alarm. E. Oh dear. Oh boy. Oh dear. Did you like what you heard? 
I mean, I just didn't hear what I wanted to hear. I mean, I guess I pray, I pray we're just not divulging what we're really going to do. I pray uh, that we're not going to run it back uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. with four out of these five <laughs> or f- the same group because we only had them healthy for one game. I pray to the football gods, little G, ladies and gentlemen, that they don't really mean what they say. They know not what they are talking about at this point. That they are just throwing out some gobbledygook at us just to keep us off the scented track of Jaguarville. I pray, Sports God's little G, that this is not really the plan to keep Cam Robinson, re-sign Ezra Cleveland, run Luke Fortner out there. Let's go one more year with Brandon Sheriff and, of course, Anton at right tackle because we had him for one game, one game only, a game we lost that we needed to win, a game where we ran for 3.6 yards a carry and totaled 86 yards on the ground. I pray that that is not the plan, but it sure sounded like it. Sure sounded like we're going to draft a corner with 17. <sighs> a receiver with Did anybody receiver in round two. notice over the second half of last year the formation we would be in on third and a foot? Shotgun, no running backs. No bueno. We cannot run the football with these guys. I, I think this is this this is it's starting to feel like. Please the rush, tell me it's a joke. It's starting to feel like the edge rush position of a year ago. I said before, Jaguars, please be better at this than just us that do this and the fan base because Ugh. it seems like we're as good at it as you are. Dude, no, 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 don't do that. I know we're keeping Josh Allen. I'm glad. Yeah, this, yeah. I, I've said all along. I don't care if it's a second or a third. You traded for Ridley. You've lost a draft pick. You got to keep him. I'm all for that. I'm all for not. Butchering another draft pick and getting a guy who, I don't know, can play the game. Maybe he'll get better. Maybe he won't. But he's better than Brett and Strange and Tank Bigsby. And that's well, who we draft in the second well, and, or third and, round. So sign him. Keep did, him. I think we're all, Good. A, we're all a little guilty of maybe dismissing a little too quick. 75 for 1,008 touchdowns. That's very productive. It does, not a lot I, of tags have done that. 100%. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I, I mean, I, I can devil's advocate arguments around the decision they make. But I'm 100% on board. They should bring Calvin Ridley back. 100%. So, I mean, those are easy decisions. But, I mean, you're not serious when you say what you're saying to me. Please. Please tell me that's you're kidding or you're... You're kidding. I'm just kidding. You're throwing us off the... JK. Off the trail. LOL. Come on, man. Third and one. Fourth and one. Let's go shotgun. No running backs here. Uh, We'll throw the ball. (laughs) E, Let's roll we were out. historically, I read you the stats a week ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The worst in five years. Out of everybody. The worst in five years in stuff rate. Gain of zero or less. Yeah, that's strictly the, the line. The worst in five years. Tony Baselli, who never says a bad word about a fellow offensive lineman, told us in September or October, they can't move people. They can't move people. What is going to make it better? Well, how is it going to be better if it's the same guys? It's not. Agreed. Unless the scheme was so bad that, well, then there should be changes there, too. Uh, Well, I thought it was interesting that Peterson hinted at taking the play calling back. Or at least considering it. I think he's going to. Yeah, I think he is, too. I think that's a smart move. That's a little desperate, though. 
Well, he, I maybe our lesson learned. You know, this is why he left Philadelphia. It was basically over Press Taylor there. Yeah. If you boil it down to, yeah. that's basically it. So yeah, maybe he's getting a reading a different. You know, I think he. I think you know, I'd rather yeah. have Peterson calling the plays, except for fourth down. Then I'd like to bring in a sane person. Kick, kick, <laughs> kick. No, I, 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 I. Th- well, he's definitely considering it. And the interesting thing is, he alluded to there were some things I had to take care of that you know. And I'm 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 guessing here, merely speculating it was on the defensive side of the ball, and that's part of the reason why he made changes. Yeah. Now, of course, look, it, this was a real, from what I can gather, this was a real split coaching staff defense offense. I mean, we've read things where the defensive guys left going, you haven't fixed the problem, as they were heading out the door. So they think it's the offense. The offense thinks it's the defense. The, def- offense- it's the offensive line. So they're all, if it's the defense saying it's the offense, they're right. If the offensive line had played like an average offensive line, Dan, if it had been the 15th best offensive line in the league, the team would have won 11 games. Nobody had been, you know, wincing about the defense. And who knows how the postseason would have gone. they talked about They killed us. The O-line killed us. They talked about more edge rushers. They talked about, you're going to run Trev back out there with the same guys. I I don't know, man. I don't know. And listen, Trev was his own worst enemy at times. You know, he didn't need to be in the well, the Jags, you know, against Tampa, he didn't need to be in the game when it was when we were destroyed. He's running, running, uh, diving out of bounds, you know, getting hurt that way. You know, that wasn't the offensive line except he probably had to leave the pocket early. I just I just I just uh, I I I I was I was flabbergasted. Flabbergasted. And I'm hoping that, okay, look, you know, like, like, and I, I don't mean to pick on guys. Look, Cam Robinson comes back fine. And by the way, Trent says, I don't know why there's any ambiguity because you wouldn't commit to him at the last press conference you did. Right. Knucklehead. Yeah. So therefore there's question. Now you say, well, he's on the team. He's under. Well, yeah, <laughs> just like he was three weeks ago when you would not commit to anything. I don't want to commit to anything. He said, well. What are we supposed to infer if you're not going to tell us? And you don't have to tell us. I get it, but I just don't. I, 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 I. So, all right. You want to keep Cam? I, you want to keep Cam? That's fine. Cam and Anton, that wasn't the big problem, right? Okay, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. So the, two of the other three, though, got to at least. Ezra Cleveland, you know. they, they Is he better than Walker Little? They I, make it sound like he's, yeah. you know. No, he didn't do anything special. He's uh, part of that unit that was terrible. Yeah. He's just, I mean, he hardly, you know, he was hurt, blah, blah, blah. Well, go look at Bill Barnwell's listing. He has all the different free agent offensive linemen in like eight different categories. Ezra's down there like category number six. Not like you must have guy, but yeah, you traded for him. So obviously you want to keep him. I get that. I'd like to keep him for depth. I'd like to keep him for depth. I want a center. I want a guard. I want another guard. I want three at least. I'll take two, but if I got none because we only had them healthy, we only had the line we really wanted for one game, the most important game of the year that we lost, by the way, scored 20 points, ran for 86 whopping yards on 23 carries. I looked it up. <sighs> A little bit. Uh, I'm just I'm, I'm looking at offensive line rankings and player. Well, we were terrible. Our Dreamfinders Holmes poll question after listening to Balky and Peterson, you are now 
optimistic about 24, officially depressed, shocked at O-line talk, guess where I'm voting, or taking quarterback with the first pick. Those are your four options. You're optimistic, you're officially depressed, you're shocked at the O-line talk, or you're convinced they're taking corner with the first pick. Well, I, I guess I, the shock part, it could all be a smokescreen. I mean, really, we should reserve our angst and frustration until they actually go through free agency in the draft and then stand, which, by the way, knowing their track record, they are liable to do. I thought last year all along, okay, when one of these veteran defensive end comes available, ET, they'll swoop in and get Leonard Floyd. Mm-hmm. Or that when we get to the end and there's nothing left, they'll at least add Jadevi on Clowney. When it, but they didn't do any of that. So, I just, listen, love them or hate them with PFF. It's not an opinion website. How good they are at film grading, I, you know, I don't know. Are they as good as NFL executives? We keep grading guys that stink. But their 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 method of ranking offensive lines and players it it comes through the vision of film evaluation, just like scouts would do in NFL front offices. And, and again, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. But this would be two years in a row where Pro Football Focus says our offensive line is one of the worst two in the entire National Football League. You expect to contend like that? So I'll, I'll I will stand by NFL teams don't get better they get better quarterbacks and I want you just to imagine for a second with that offensive line and everything else being equal what we would have been with Blaine Gabbert quarterbacking we had to win a five win team well it's a concern there's no question it's a concern you can vote at Dan Hicken in our Dreamfinders poll Holmes poll question of the day but it is uh, it shook me to the core when I when I started to hear these comments from Doug Peterson and Trent Falke yesterday I I just can't again. I go back to the simplest of simplest of things. The, the stuff third rate. and well, yeah. the stuff rate third and one. We would go in shotgun with no running back. Third and one. I watched. We've we talk, can't make talk. a first down running the ball. Third and one. Yeah. Not only are we not under center. Not only do we not have one running back. We don't have two running backs. We don't have a fullback. We don't have an extra tight end. We're not bunched up. We are. In a pass down on third and one. Well, can't win that way, bro. The roll cannot up, win. And and at one of those very same plays, we rolled our quarterback out in a game we were well ahead in and law and, and he got hurt. Can't hurt win his that knee. Way. Can't win that way on third sure. and one. So anyway, that's my and 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 that tells me they had no confidence. They knew sure. they were subpar. Yeah. And yet they're going to stay the same. I'm really surprised that they didn't go through every member of the practice squad and put them in a game and see that they weren't just the lights on something else happens. I can't imagine that we have a full roster of active roster players and practice squad offensive linemen and not a one of them is any good. Yeah. I mean, that really think about that. Like the Texans, remember the early season narrative? They lost like four of their five offensive linemen. Yeah. Right? It was yeah. already a bad old line. Then no, they we, came played to, them, we played them in their the first week they beat us. That's right. Remember, because that was with the sack bet, and, <laughs> and we were they, like, we got to get sacked. And they and had like didn't. four new guys. Yeah, and they did fine. And they ended up being fine for the Went rest to the of the playoffs. year. Yeah, right. I'm sure they got and some y- guys back and, and, and yet such, we, Yeah, we're nothing? terrible. Yeah. Terrible. It's disappointing. And, so, and it is, it's holding us back. It's not keeping us, it's not turning us into a dog with flea losing franchise, but it's holding us back. You can you can draft, you know what, if you want to draft a corner. And by the way, great news for you, E. Oh, yeah. Yeah, jersey's in play. Hey, it's in play. It is in play. I'm just curious what number you're going to wear. Well, but yeah, because, it don't matter. Because, kinda... because the position they're interested yeah, the position. in? Yeah, yeah. Nothing specific about they, him. No, no, no. Because he fits there. But he's forecast to go after, you know, he's more like a well, 20 to 30 You got the guy. T- you got, uh, not all the time. Yeah. Not, it's early. Yeah. So they have, you know, but I see a top three. I mean, I see the Toledo kid, the two Bama kids, uh, the Clemson kid, and the Iowa kid. Come on, Coop. 
We get Coop, and he gets a Jack jersey with Coop. We melt the cultures together. Life is grand at Jacksonville. <laughs> the, the culture is already melted together. We're going to melt them even better. All We're right, going to bring us all together. Yeah, man. I like that. Huh? You're, you're rooting for the Ebony and Ivory. It's yes, beautiful. Yin and yang, Yes. Baby. You're rooting for the... Huh? You're rooting for the... For the I'm rooting for E to mix. get a free jersey uh, and, and, and everyone to be happy. This one here... <laughs> Um, the 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 latest, the, yeah. maybe the one we looked at yesterday, two rounder. They do have. Is it Dejean or Dijon? Yeah. Do we even know. No, no one, one knows. knows. No one knows. Uh, I I find myself in, uh, in, saying in Cooper Dejean, and then the next time saying Cooper Dejean. In I'm Paris, going, they go Dejean. Yeah, I'm saying Dejean. In Iowa, I say Dejean. Yeah, it's Dejean. What up, Coop Dejean? So Coop Dejean <laughs> goes number twenty-two to the Eagles. Yeah. In this one. Uh, yeah. I can't take a guy just because he's a white dude. I'm no. going to have to at least evaluate. No, no, not just white. A talented <laughs> yeah. white okay. dude. Okay. No, I hear you. White yeah. lightning, <laughs> okay. right. White lightning. Oh, okay. Culture shock. All Culture right. shock. The whole thing. It's yeah. great. Okay. <laughs> One other Jag note. I saw this yesterday oh, on Twitter. Boy. Shout out. Oh, Congrats. No. Oh, boy. Former Jag. Former Jag news. Okay. Friend of the program. Who we got? Scobes. Scobie. What do you do now? He carded a little 62 over Deerwood yesterday. Wow, that's a, that's a low number Ooh. there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, went 30 on the front. Wow. Four birds in a row there on uh, four, five, six, and seven. Yeah, that's good golfing there. The only, the only small choke, and you can't say someone choked when they shoot a 62. Yeah. No, there's no such thing. But he did par the par 518th. Yeah, that's that's surprised. I don't know if it's a choke. That's surprising. Yeah, I mean your guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, but wow, shout out! What a great round. That's a uh, congratulations. That's, that's not and Scobie, by the way, ain't playing the red tees. Oh, he played the B uh, uh, blue white combos. He said. Oh, okay, so he must have been in some sort of event because yeah. he would nor- that he would normally play back another. He uh, said, probably this is what he tweeted. So he showed his card and said, probably the best round of golf of life today. Yeah. So anyway, I think that's great. Yeah, that's awesome. That's yeah. exciting. Good for Scobie. I'm probably listening right now. With his earbuds in, working out on the range. One of the Googans, of course, they all, you know, heck of a par on 18. He said it was a grindy par. Yeah. A grindy par. He must par. have got a little trouble. Maybe he got a little trouble. Yeah, he sprayed a drive or, you know, did something. And you get around that green, you can, you know, it, it, it's, 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 it slopes big from back to front. You got yeah. a bunker there. You get some issues. There so. you go. Yeah, I could see some grindy. Ha- the 62. Shout out, man. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, that's all. Awesome. All right. Um, we are kind of the SCOBY of trivia. Like we, we norm- are, we normally go deep under par. We'll see what gets Mark John has for we us are. when we come back on the other side. Uh, a lot to get to today. Combine news. Both speak yesterday, as you might have uh, gleaned from the previous twenty minutes. Our man Dan not real happy. This is well, the drill. I mean, should we be? Get Smart John is next. <laughs> you know him, you love him. He's Get Smart Johnny. Get Smart John's one of his favorite weeks of the year. Part of the 5:30 crew, backs and abs. He loves the he loves the wine tasting gala. That's oh, he his, does. That's this is his favorite week of the year. Hello, Good Johnny. Yourself. Good morning, Googans. How are you? What's up, Googan? It is my favorite time. This has probably been there's been this is what the 20th. I think I've been to 18 of them. Wow, something like that. Dude, yeah, marathon man. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's always a great time. Obviously, a very good cause, and uh, always run into lots of people um, that you know. So, but uh, yeah, should be fun. I do have a special. Yeah, oh yeah. Are, are you going? I am going out of town for the weekend. But oh, okay. Uh, other than that, I've, I've been to quite a few, and I always enjoy. Them. I know. Yeah, I, I remember seeing you and the lovely Mrs. P at, yes. at several of them. Yeah, it should be fun with being down uh, on the field. At uh, Everbank, so that that'll be a first. That's right. So I look forward to that. Yes, a uh, special shout out. Uh, met a very nice Guggen who was at my show last night. Also sports the uh, 
the same chrome dome that I have. But, oh. but this gentleman uh, has a beautiful handlebar mustache. You know, oh. you know, I always admire how guys have those. And so shout out to Robert Gherkin. What up, yeah. And I said, yes, I said, Gherkin like the pickle? He said, yes. So, what up, Gert? <laughs> okay. All right. We're going to get you started with movies. Movies. Yes. And it is going to have to do with Forrest Gump, which is not going to be quite as difficult as the one last week. Okay. Lieutenant Dan's last name, I believe it was. Very good. Taylor. That's correct. Taylor. That's correct. Taylor. Dan Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you won't forget that now. But I had already <laughs> until Pro said it. <laughs> Okay, what sport did Forrest learn and excel in after being wounded in Vietnam in 1994's Forrest Gump? Backwards, it's Gnip Gnop, ping pong. <clears throat> yeah, I'm about to say pickleball. That's a uh, that's a loose uh, that, that's a loose interpretation of the word sport. But yeah, yeah, mm, right. Yes, exactly. Actresses, actresses. Natalie Portman mm-hmm. starred in a 2016 biographical drama film as which former first lady? She was, uh, ja- was it Jackie Onet? Was she, no, Lady Bird. Was she Lady Bird Johnson? Uh, I think I'm watching a movie with Natalie Portman playing a first lady. That don't make it by my radar. Natalie Portman has some really good I, Like I scroll shots. by that to the point I don't even see the, yeah. She's I don't even know experience. who Natalie Portman is. Uh, yeah, she's you, a very. You do. You saw You'd recognize her. Very, very cute lady whose husband she looks, cheated on. She her. looks like Jackie O to me. I don't know this Lady Bird that you saw. I know who Lady Bird is. I don't. I don't know that movie, but I. I could. But I don't. I mean, I don't have any idea. I'm uh, disappointed God. that you've thrown two options out. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, just, let's think for a second about the movies themselves well, where they may have come out. In 2016. That's right. I mean, did one of those come out? Further, I don't even know these movies you speak of. Either one of them. Well, there's not two of them. I'm saying it's one or the other. It's oh, there's not a movie with Jackie O. She doesn't play both of them. No, but She's I'm saying one or the both other. of these movies. When did they come? Is one come out further back? Than I don't the know. Other? There's, there's yeah. not two movies. I'm there's oh. two options. Here. So there may not be a Jackie O movie or well, a Lady Bird movie. Probably is, but I don't think Natalie Portman played her. Okay, well then, or go she with, played Lady Bird. Do you, know, I think th- do you know there was a Lady Bird movie? I don't know. I see Natalie Portman playing a role. I don't. I could see her playing Jackie O, but for some reason, Lady Bird is sticking in my head. Okay, well then. Um, I don't know. I'm confused. Um, e, can you help me on this? I just this? don't know How these movies. How about new? I just, I don't know these <laughs> movies either. I, I, if, 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 if either one of those was made, I didn't see it. I, I remember vaguely a Lady Bird well, movie. What did I, I, I think it's Jackie. Okay. Was it Jay? What was okay? Did I say Jackie first? I think I did. Yes. Right. Don't yeah. we go with our gut? But it's not the JFK movie. That was no, forever ago. No, no, no. Was there a movie called Jackie? Wasn't there? Yes. I mean, let's go with that one. All right, Jackie. Yes. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Okay. Yeah. I just, the Lady Bird, I would <laughs> think, would be an old yeah, lady. I didn't see it, so I didn't want to say. Anything. Did somebody do a Lady Bird one or no? I don't I recognize don't one now. I'll look it up. There were some movies about LBJ, but I don't recall one being specific about yeah, Lady, wife, Bird. Lady Bird. LeBron James. Huh? Oh, Lady Bird. Okay. Well, not, but, oh, no, this is, uh, no, but this is not about the Not Lady about Bird. her. No, not about the, just, uh, the first wife. Uh, right. Correct. First, okay, okay. 
All right, nice pull. Jennifer Jason Lee as Lady Bird Johnson. Okay, that's a different. And LBJ. Okay. Yeah. That's, like, that's James. 30 years ago. Hmm. The LBJ I did see one about LBJ with Brian Cranston. Wow. Yeah. I knew wow. I had, I knew they were in the close. Okay. Thir- so anyway, we'll, we'll take the win and move on. Let's go. Yeah. I'm hey, how old were you, Dan, when you realized Kentucky's Reed Shepard is Jeff Shepard's kid? Uh, well, I've heard it this year, but this what year, I don't yeah. like is I, for some reason, I don't like the guy. <laughs> well, he plays just like his daddy. <laughs> he annoys me. Yeah. I don't know why. He hits game winners. He had a great hey, night dude. last night. He hits game winners. I, 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 just the other day, I, in my mind, this is what happens when you get a little bit older, E. I can't believe that Jeff Shepard has a kid that old. Yeah. So that's, I was thinking, well, maybe it's his uncle or, but no, yeah, it's his daddy. Anyway, mm-hmm. random fact dropped in. Thank You're welcome, you. Kentucky Geoff. Yeah. Mm. Literature. Literature. And tell me if I ask you this one, because sometimes my, you know, What's my memory is for not. If the we know it, theater, we won't okay? tell you. Well, there you go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Between 1961 and 1982. Yes. What J.D. Salinger novel was the most censored book in the U.S., in U.S. high schools and libraries? Catcher in the Rock. Yeah, right? we had this last week. You asked us this. We did. Did we? Okay. Yeah. See, usually I check them off when yeah. I do it, and yeah. I didn't. I thought it sounded familiar. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. Well, so you got it twice. All right. You got it right <laughs> twice, too. <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did. Sorry. I don't normally do that, but. Uh, casinos. Casinos. Which Las Vegas casino's name is also an optical illusion caused by the refraction of light rays through layers of hot and cold air, perhaps in the desert? Uh, Say it again. The Las Vegas casino. Mirage. Mirage. Yeah. Yes. You're not getting a Vegas casino by me, boss. <laughs> you. Every, you we, <laughs> If you ever have Vegas casino trivia night, then just invite us down. We'll take our perfect game and go home. All right. <laughs> That's not true. If you get into the history and all that. But. Okay. Science. Science! Which of the three basic subatomic particles is the lightest? Protons, neutrons, or electrons? I would say, Pross, and you would know better. The lightest. Why do I think it's, I'm guessing, electron in my head. I don't, I don't know. I feel like electron is just like. It's the, 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 the bounces around more. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I, I was thinking, well, protons, I think, I is, pos- is a positive charge, which yeah. you think would be yeah. heavier than a negative charge. We'll go, I mean, we'll go electron. I'm just, again. Yeah, no, I'm good with that. Right, That's where right. I would have ended up. Okay. Together we fall. Together we die. Electrons, electrons is correct. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, you think you're dealing right. with? But you got you know Bill Nye and uh, who, who's our guy? Neil de, de, de what's his name? Neil Tyson. deGrasse. Yeah, Neil de, deGrasse. Yeah, I don't do that out there. Degrassi High. Degrassi. Yeah, <laughs> Degrassi. Degrassi Noel. Yeah. <laughs> Is he the guy that replaced Carl Sagan? Or I don't know. He's a, he's a, these guys, these science guys let's are stop, annoying. Because let's stop such, digging this hole and move on. Yeah, they're annoying, though, these guys, because they're such know-it-alls. They just such condescension from their voices. It's just so annoying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, court. Court? Yes. All right. A reduction of charges in exchange for admitting guilt to a lesser offense mm-hmm. is called what two-word term? Pleading down? No, it's what? uh 
Plea bargain. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Knew it was a term. I couldn't think of the term. Yes. Movies. Movies. I love movies. Mumble. Oh, boy. Is an emperor penguin who can't sing but sure can dance in which 2006 animated film? You gotta, gotta, be happy gotta be happy feet. Okay. Yeah. You want to hear what? What year was that, John? Oh six. You know how I know that one? Yeah. That oh, must six. have been when I was out doing the. Uh, yeah. Know if you know this, that at movie junk, I did a Blades of Glory, but we and part of the junket we went by the studio where they filmed it, and the Happy Feet was being filmed in the studio oh, right yeah. next to it. So, oh. Even though I never oh. saw it, it was stuck in my mind. Before Very I went good. on the red carpet, he fired off the right tough before the questions. red carpet. Yeah. yeah. Right. Fired off the tough questions. So, Jeff, as you were doing in the 6 o'clock hour with, with uh, reference to the romantic song that gave me yes. inspiration for the oh, audio clue yes. today. Well, yes. yes. I played, and, okay. and kind of in, in, in reference to what you're saying, Dan, I, I played You Say It Best When You Say Nothing At All. Yeah. Right, I played that song. And then, yeah. I, then oh. I went on to point out there's a lot of Googans in the audience. I bet that was their wedding song. Turn oh, your yeah. attention to center stage. We welcome bride and groom, you know. Billy Bidwell. You better not ask me who sings it. And there are going to be two well, questions. There's that. actually going to be one primary yeah. question on this, okay. and then there's going to be a bonus, if you will. Okay? All right. All right. All right. So, uh, E, do you... Wow, that's an intro. It's like from the 30s, it sounds like. It had to be you. Oh, yeah. That's in a movie. Great song. Sultry. And I fast forward to the intro, too. That's my man, Harry. Okay, well, that's what Harry who? Just go ahead and finish it. Right, okay. That was actually the bonus. And from what movie was that So we did did get it right, right? You did. Okay. That's the end of a Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan movie. And they're running to meet each other. Sleepless in Seattle? Uh, No, the other one? There's another one. They did two. Was it something with the letter? Didn't it say your letter? What is it? What's the other one they did? They did two. Yeah, Sleepless like in that. Seattle, and then they did another one. Like it was the uh, po- uh, po- uh, not postcards, but you're thinking of you're thinking of you've got mail. Yes. Is the other one you're thinking. Yes, we are. Yeah. yeah. Also known as a letter. No. Okay. Well, it doesn't matter. Right. We already got it right. No. We're not going to bog down. It and- was. It was actually you were right about. Well, it Meg Ryan, but uh, when Harry met Sally. Okay. That's it. Yeah. Same yeah, thing. They're, they're running. Yeah. They're All running. three of those movies are the same. That actually was at my sister and husband's wedding, as nice. a matter of fact. So it kind of gave me the inspiration, too. Beautiful. So I thought All you were right. going to say heebie-jeebies. I like Harry Connick Jr. Uh, <laughs> I do, too. Very He's good. cool guy. Okay. Good dude. Yeah. Yes. All right. Um, literature. Literature. Again. Lit. Yeah. We already got one. So now, I don't know that we can get so, two. We're lit. Well, and the thing is, last night, because there were too many socials, too many were getting them right, so um, I'm going to give you the initials, which I didn't give to the folks last night, well, so nobody got all, it. first of all, the, uh, the, the insinuation we need it, quote, dumbed down is <laughs> well, so no, insulting. I say, this, uh, I say this, Jeff, because you know this, as you go into the latter part of the game, yeah. the, the questions tend to be a little more difficult. Right. Did okay. you, but you didn't That's give them the that. initials, but you're going to give us the initials. Is that what you're saying? Can we well, no, I'm, no, I'm going to give you the option. Oh. Okay. 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 Well, let's try it without right. the initials first, at least. All right. All right. Herman Melville dedicated Moby Dick 
to which fellow author and mentor? And then the rest of it was whose initials are, which I'm not going to give you yet, because if you think you know it, but oh, then you, I will so give you the initials. The, the question that as it was written up by Trivia Nation has the initials? Yes. Okay, then give us the initials then. That's an official Trivia Nation question. Yeah. Okay. Okay, okay. so okay. yeah, finish. N-H. N is a Nancy. N is a Nancy. H is in Harry. Um, wow. Um... I was thinking, of, who was that crazy dude down there in Miami? But that ain't yeah, him. That's uh, Hemingway. Hemingway. Nathan uh, Hemingway, Ernie's brother. Yeah. <laughs> Nathan, uh, <laughs> Nathan Hale. They wanted to, they, he didn't shoot till he saw the white of Moby Dick's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> what about Ishmael? Where's Ishmael uh, in this? He's, he's a character. He's not a real person. Um Really, N H. Um, uh, yeah, you've heard of this guy. Yeah. You have heard of this person. Um, you know? It's it's um, golly. Were they buddies or something? Or I mean, is this famous? On what did he write? N H. Mm-hmm. Nothing. You don't know. No, uh, he, uh, I I um. Nah, we, sure. we don't know. There's I don't know. Things. We don't know. Oh, Perfect no. game. Dream is dead. Right. What is it? Dream is dead. Who is it? Nathaniel Hawthorne. Nah, nah. Never happened. No, no. way. But you've heard of him. Uh, if you had asked me Nathaniel Hawthorne, I honestly would have said a revolutionary. Did he hero. do? Li- he he might, actually did he do last? He might have written Last of the Mohicans. He I'm not 100 percent sure on that. Well, okay. All right. Well, it's quite the accomplishment. Okay. okay. Let's see if you wrote anything. By the way, didn't you just miss one last week too? Yeah, he wrote the. Uh, okay. Looks like he wrote the Scarlet Letter. Oh. oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Looks oh, like the Scarlet geez. Letter is the one we know. Uh, most famous work, uh, the Scarlet Letter. Yeah. Okay. He didn't do Last of the Mohicans then. Apparently okay. not. No, that was Daniel Day Lewis. Right, well. Daniel Day Lewis wrote that. <laughs> no, he, he's an actor. <laughs> no, he acted. No, he wrote it. Yeah, no, he wrote and starred in it. Yeah. Okay. All right. And directed. <laughs> okay. Sports. Sports. <laughs> Cleanse the palate. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, again, I'm having a this brain cramp so tell me if i said this one last week too in world soccer popular players from what nation over the years have included babetto marta and fernandino wow Mm. wow come on there would you like me to repeat it yeah can we call a friend carlos carlos probably in world in world soccer yeah popular players from what nation over the years have included Beto, yeah, Marta, and Fernandino. It's it's, it's 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 Argentina or Brazil. It's not Spain or Portugal. I'm almost I say, positive. I say then go with Brazil yeah, because Ar- Beto feels real. I I would say Brazil over Argentina just because. All right. I think they have. They okay. seem to have Brazil. More. Yeah. Okay, Brazil. Yeah. Is that what you're going? With? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Beto, Wintero, mira, Beto. All those one name guys down there. Wintero, Bebeto. Bebeto, Fernandino. <laughs> Pasalo. <laughs> Rapido. Rapido. Apurate. Spices. 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 Used as the dye for the robes of Buddhist priests. What is the most expensive spice in the world? Posh. Posh spice. Ginger. <laughs> Spice. <laughs> She's pretty expensive from what I hear. Is that Beckham's girl? I don't know. Which one's which? Uh, the most expensive. I'm going to go with like frankincense or myrrh or one of the biblical ones, man. No? 
Oh, you got to go with something like that, right? I mean, I mean, I got the Uh, wise men delivering to the born king. I mean, they're not bringing salt and pepper, are they, E? Huh? (laughs) (laughs) Frankincense and myrrh I got to go with. What do you think? Myrrh. Frankincense. I'm going frankincense. We're going to go frankincense, John. Frankincense. Uh, That would be saffron. I almost said saffron. It was right in my head. Damn it. <laughs> my head right as I was saying it. I Son sat. of a bee. I sat. How expensive okay. is saffron? I don't know. We got time for a couple more. Dude. I don't either. We follow. Okay. Well, well, you know, of course, the the show would not be complete without what category for you guys? Uh, president. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Lady That's Bird. Right. Lady okay. Bird. See you next week, John. Yes. Okay. U.S. presidents. Okay. Yes. Before being elected president, William Henry Harrison defeated the Shawnees at what battle? which was used in a campaign slogan preceding blank and Tyler two Tim book two and Tim book two and Tyler two. <laughs> you're going to huh? come on, talk it out. You'll get it. Tim book two. Was that the answer? Oh. No, <laughs> something that I do. And Tyler, t- uh, I don't know this, this phrase. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Oh, you're so, yeah, you're so right there. Yeah. You're, um. So the answer, just to be clear, is not Appomattox. Uh, no, no, he's got part of it. That's what I'm saying. I just got thought you would kind of talk. before being elected president. William Henry Harrison defeated the Shawnees at what battle? Which was used in a campaign slogan preceding "Blank and Tyler Two." It's, and you already kind of said a portion of it, so I'm not giving anything away because you already started it. It's, it's not Timbuktu. It's no, something other than it's Timbuktu. Like that. It sounds two. like that. It's yeah. da 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 and yeah. Tyler too. It's t- 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 and okay, Tyler. So two. it's a uh, yeah. It's um. So it's like a, a. It's probably an Indian name. It's not Timbuktu. Yes. No, it's no, else. right, like right. Toblerone. So the first right. thing I thought of was you know the Battle of Little Bighorn. Threw that out once yeah, he yeah. said and Tyler too because I remember Tippitadu and Tittycocka, Dan. It's like Tittycocka. Tepperoni. Tittycocka. I like that. Timmy. Timmy. What's the one up there? Tick. No, it's Tommy. No, up in New York, it is Tippa. Um, t- there's no, or no. Tip, 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 Tipperary. It's <laughs> a long way to Tipperary. <laughs> Tippa, Tippa, Tippa. Oh, you're uh, getting so close, too. Is it Tippa? Come on, Hick, Tippa. It's got to end in ooh. Tippaloo. Tippaloo. Finish it. Finish it. Tippaloo and Ty- Tyler, too. Tippa Canoe. Tip a canoe. Tip a canoe and yeah. Tyler too. Tip a canoe. Oh my gosh, you got it. That's how we roll. Wow. Yeah. Tip a canoe was... and Tyler too. Yeah. I, I, Excellent. I want the world to know that I've worked through to at least get us to tip. What you got, Tippy? We tip. were there. You got tips. Yeah. Got time for one more? Yeah. Last one, John. All right. TV. Yes. Set set to the song "You've Got Time." A montage of real women who were incarcerated is in the opening credits of what series? Orange is the New Black? That's it. Yeah. Oh, nice pull. I was going to say Card- I was going to say the Kardashians. Never seen. I <laughs> 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 uh, appreciate you John. Have a great right, week. Johnny! Okay guys, yeah. have a great day. We'll see you. Yeah, if you enjoy the wine tasting tomorrow. Johnny will get sideways if y'all see Johnny out there. Give him a little <laughs> give him a little support. This is the drill. It's a Beatrice Plumbing Wednesday. Oh yeah, I want to rock right now. Uh, I want to rock right now. Ooh, I want to rock right now. Yeah. 
888-646-1010. At the end of the drill, we'll get you what? E and the Razzle Dazzle prize pack. Oh, you going to get you a free car wash from Liquid Sunshine? I could use one of those. Car I just, wash. I just realized, E, uh-huh. that Friday's show may be one you don't want to miss. Oh, we're going to be turned. Because we got wine tasting Thursday night. Uh-huh. And I'm off. And Pross ain't here. I'm going to do a bottle of red. He'll do uh, a bottle of red and a bottle of white. Mm. Oh, you're going to smell that bottle of red That'd on be my, fun. the mic. We are going to be hammer time. Yeah. And I thought we got a Hennessy station. I'll be, I'll be sleeping. We may be doing it live from the stadium where they find us <laughs> laying there in like the 40-yard line sleeping. Oh, uh-huh. Richie. Have him set up down there. Richie. Yeah. Where do you want to be? You want to be in the club? No, no man. We're in the corner of the end zone. Just <laughs> bottle of string, red. String something down here. No, I have a lovely weekend plan. We're meeting uh, friends, friends in Orlando. and uh, mm, yeah. Wonderful. So I'll be sleeping off a late night when you guys are up on Friday. Have fun. Well, that's going to be a problem. Um, what about the Friday five pack? There's no Friday five pack. Thankfully, there's nothing I can forget and get screwed by. I can just go and wonderful. just free my mind. Did you get your golf picks in? Uh, not yet. It's oh, Wednesday. today's Wednesday. Like, like, <laughs> I, you know, I'm off a day. It feels you made like, me nervous. It feels like Thursday. You did have that, that look of fear and shock yeah, and yeah. chagrin. All right, remember yesterday I asked you guys a question when it comes to Spielman, when he comments, does does it make your ears perk up just a little bit more? Because, yes. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you the same thing about a guy who's going to be putting out mock drafts. Okay. When Bucky Brooks puts out a mock draft, does it does it take maybe a little bit more yeah. of yeah, your attention? Because he works for the Jaguars. Yeah. He's More than con- Stackpole, for sure. Right? I mean, he's in <laughs> contact with the team. Yeah, Stackpole is one of the CBS slappies. <laughs> yeah, Stackpole. He works with Damaso. Yeah. They're right now. Somehow Damaso's still around, isn't he? I, 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 or did they replace I, him? They I, may have I haven't heard him. his name I don't, yet. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Well, anyway, Bucky Brooks uh, has a new mock draft out, a two-rounder. Okay. And, and with the 17th pick, I find it interesting that he is in lockstep with some of what we heard yesterday from Peterson and Balky, and that is that cornerback is going to be a priority. That's clear that, and you know what that makes it sound like to me, Dan? Yeah, they're going, they're they're going to get that salary cap savings and let Williams go. Doesn't it feel that way? Why would corner be such no, a need? No, you've got no. two. You're you got, saying you need three at least. Also, Herndon, no, he, we'll just, they say here, man, buddy, he's a free here. agent. Yeah. Well, the only reason I see that is because I have seen it hinted, and I disagree with the decision, but I have seen it oh, suggested. I don't think so. I dis- with, I, I nine think million you save with Williams, I think. Yeah, I think they're adding to it. Okay, well, good. Anyway. I think. Uh, Bucky says Nate Wiggins, cornerback Clemson. Okay. Uh, Wiggins is another one of those names. Of course, we know who Ian Dan want. Oh, yeah. Coop. Get- Where does he have Coop? Uh, let's see. This is a this is a city saver if we get Coop in here. <laughs> What you think, E? I, I love it, man. Any Cahoot. Cooper uh, yeah. Cooper DeGene goes 25th to the Packers. That's a little low. They're missing out. <laughs> Jags are. Don't know what they're missing. No. This be, this, what if, couldn't this just be? Uh, well, Bucky's got corners, so let's go to Kuiper. He just dropped a mock. Let's see what the Kipe man it's has. 2.0. It's exciting. Uh, this oh. is pre-combine, so yeah. uh, Caleb Williams one, Jaden Daniels two, Drake May three, blah, blah, Marvin Harrison four, blah, blah, blah. Then things get interesting. Rome Adunze six to the G, man. We got some offensive tackles. A common name, a name we've seen before at 17. And Brock that- Bowers to the to the Jets at 10. Consensus is beginning to form on what position the Jaguars will be picking. Yeah, they've let the cat out of the bag. It's going to oh. be a cornerback, and Mel thinks so too, and this is a kid who who really shined at the Senior Bowl. Yeah. 
He's a Mac corner. His name's Quinion Mitchell from Toledo. Toledo kid. Yeah. Yeah. And again, this is the mistake, okay? I look at Kuiper. I look at the guard from Washington going one before, 6'4 frame. And then I look at this cat from Oregon State, uh-huh. Uaga, 6'6, 335, tenacious run blocker. Maybe we can get a yard with him. That's the guys you should take. Oh, there's Cooper at 19. He's moving Ooh. up. Mm. I just listen. If we take a corner, I'm rooting for Coop. I don't care. <laughs> These my Me guys too. are want to pick a guy just because he's a white if dude. We, if yeah. we go corner, never seen anything like it. Yeah. If we go corner, it better be Cooper. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Me and E are on lock, yeah. lockstep. Plus, I'm getting E a jersey with Dejean on the back of Jaguar jersey. Dejean, Dejean, and I'm getting him the uh, I'm getting him the good one. Yeah. I'm not getting him any kind oh, of you're knock-off. getting like the stitch, oh, oh, three hundred and fifty dollar one. Oh yeah, authentic baby. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's I don't happening. know after all these years how I missed out on the freebies, but I'll just take <laughs> I'll just accept it. <laughs> By the way, if he's good enough for the Rams who draft good, take a hint, Jags. Yeah, well, that's fair. Huh? Yeah, maybe the Jags just look at all the mock drafts of the teams that draft good yeah, and just, just, just cherry pick them. their guys instead. And and by the way, a whole round ahead, right? I mean, the Rams are getting dudes in the fifth, sixth round last year, rookie defensive linemen who yeah. are piling up eight, he's nine got, sacks. He's got Nate Wiggins going 20. Hey, Dan, yeah. you, you want to uh, remind me how many sacks our rookie class got last year? Uh, Did they take the goose egg? Lacey, between Lacey no. and, and uh, Abdullah barely played. Abdullah the Rams play. took two defensive linemen spread around the same yeah. rounds, yeah. and they got 20 sacks out of them. Well, there's, yeah. there's a center going 21 to the Dolphins, the Duke kid. Where's our Where's our guy with the three names? Jackson, Jackson. Powers, Johnson. Yeah, where's that dude? I don't know. Is he what, not Is he not in the first round of? Well, uh, maybe we can get him in. You know, round two. It's frustrating. I got the. I got. The thing about the corner position, if you again, this is. I said this when we started. We need to get lucky. Our guys have proven they're not the best at drafting. Everybody has years where their decisions they make. They the the the, the bottle lands on the right guy, and so. There's three or four corners that most people think are about the same. The Wiggins kid, Kool-Aid McKinstry, DeGene, the, the, the Quinion Mitchell. That There's one more Toledo. that I've seen. Right. Uh, They're um, all about the same. We need to get lucky and get the superstar one. Oh, gosh. That's it. No, we, we, need, we well, need to pick the one that we wouldn't. He should pick the guy that he doesn't think is any good. Go like the Seinfeld bit, yeah. like Bizarro George, and just yeah. do the opposite? Uh, Rake Straw is another guy. Uh, Matt Miller's got Rake Straw, 15th rated player okay. in the country. That's the Missouri kid? Yeah. This is Matt Miller's top 50 prospects at 17. It fits up the Toledo kid. It's hard to get excited about a Toledo good point on the uh, line. Good point on the Texan Design by Lifetime Enclosures, and we only bring this up, revisit it, because we talked about it. One of the dudes was it. Which was the guy who did the white Pro Bowl versus Black Men Pro and Bowl? Mendenhall. Mendenhall. Well, uh, Coop would definitely make the white guys versus yeah. Black oh, Guys Pro yeah. Bowl out of necessity. I mean, oh, yeah. he might have to play both corners. So now, yeah. No, because remember uh, – Christian McCaffrey is going to play one. Oh, yeah. He's We're going to have to put McCaffrey on the defensive side of the ball. Is there literally not one white corner even playing special teams? I can't. Think. I think what we're going to have to do at corners is take one we're of our receivers to. and move him. Elijah Cooks, you're playing corner. Cooper Cup. I think Cooper could Cooper play Cooper Cup. Somebody. Somebody's going to have to because we got issues on the roster. Got a shallow roster at a couple of positions. The notable labs, uh, NFL's 64 current starting cornerbacks are black, as are their backups. Troy Apke broke the NFL's 18-year run without a white cornerback. Who does he play for? Because he's starting for us. Looks like he's an eagle. Well, yeah. Well, now oh, yeah. He, was he the track guy? Now he's a drill bit. Now he's a drill bit, and he'll be starting a corner for the drill bits. Yeah. Here we come. 
Don't worry. You got Justin Jefferson. No sweat here. You got him. Don't worry. Stay in front of him. You got Jamar Chase. Stay in front of him. You got him. <laughs> oh, dear. Let's, you got help over what's the top. Guy, what's our guy's name again? Cooper. Cooper. No, the other guy. Apke. Apke. Apke, look, here's the deal, man. I know it looks like a challenge. He's only a man. You got technique. He's only a man. He, he tied his, his shoes just like you. He his pants on just like you. Yeah, now his feet and legs move faster than yours, so just stay in front of him. I want, that's what I'm, I want you to shadow him. Be some, on it. We got somebody over top. You'd be on him like white on rice. Not Jerry Rice. Oh, Jamar Ap- Chase. Apke's got waved. Gotta, I don't. Uh, Apke's starting. It don't matter. You can't the, play Apke. We are playing Apke. All the drill bits he's right, maybe can we? How many? Do we have any white quarters in major college football? Well, I mean, I, I'm gonna have to. Draft. Iowa had two, didn't they? Cooper. Well, okay, well, we're gonna have to draft one just for yeah for for giggles. I mean, we need a player there, Hick. Maybe we suit up the slam dunk champ. Let him play. <laughs> Matt McClung. <Mac. laughs> <laughs> White can't jump. <laughs> this is the drill. We're silly. Uh, it's a Beatrice Plumbing Wednesday on 1010XL. I have a Shazam spotlight. <clears throat> I've got a little song I've written. Okay. Cooper D and Tyson C. Yeah. Together we make Jags history. Side yeah. by side on the football field. Oh, E, why can't we? Mm. Nice. <laughs> that was good, dude. Eat your, eat your heart out. Off the uh, top. Who is that? Paul McCartney and what? Stevie Wonder, maybe? Who is that? Is that who it is? Right now, it's just Paul McCartney. Yeah, I'm not saying that's oh. McCartney. That's a, that's a duet. He wants bro. to know who Ebony oh. is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is it a is duet. The, it's yeah. Ebony and Ivory. It's a, it's, yeah, it is Stevie Wonder. Yeah, yeah. Stevie Wonder, yeah. That's how we used to live in the learn 80s, Learn to man. tackle, learn to cover my homes. I can't do what it anymore. Yeah, I can't. What we need to yeah. survive. Yeah. I, the, I appreciate the <laughs> tonality, but the, lyrically, that's a mess. It's getting to a messy point. The, uh... um, <laughs> I have a Shazam spotlight. Yeah, you want to? Uh, this makes sense. Yes, sir. Because the game <clears throat> has gone global, but particularly through technology and what otherwise. Game? Really, all sports. Oh. Right, yeah. I mean, in the oh, U.S., yeah. there's more people. Again, it might be a relative number. More people watch English Premier Soccer in the U.S. than ever before, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Basketball is the most watched sport in China, uh, NBA, that is. So, But there's this there's this uh, note this morning. The Shazam Spotlight brought to you by ShazamAuto.com, the Murray Ford Superstore, Stark and Kingsley. Shohei Otani has now surpassed Derek Jeter as the player with the highest number of jerseys sold in baseball history. Already. Yeah, he's been in the league 10 minutes, Dan. Jeter yeah. played 20 years in the premier position for the New York Yankees, a first ballot Hall of Famer, and you add up all of those years and all of those seasons of hype and all of that postseason success in the biggest media market in the world. Right. And he's already been passed by Shohei Otani. By the way, in December, Otani became the record holder for jerseys sold in the first 48 hours of release. He surpassed now enter Miami star Lionel Messi for mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. He is, I, I think these are two indications. He's the most popular athlete in the world. He's the most well-known athlete in the world. Lionel Messi is a worldwide icon. That ain't a sports icon. That's not a... Southern Hemisphere icon. That is a worldwide icon, perhaps the biggest worldwide icon. And the fact that Otani playing Major League Baseball can, you know, 
surpass him in a 48-hour period. The fact that he has already sold more baseball jerseys than Derek Jeter in his entire career. By the way, get used to a nauseating amount of Dodgers. Oh, yeah. Just a no- uh, Otani, well, They bother by the- you already. They don't bother us as much. Otani, bo- a- Otani yeah. by the way, hom- homered yesterday. Yeah. Dodgers haven't lost in the spring training if you haven't <laughs> been paying attention. 162-0. I've never seen anything like it. Were you ever able to hear any of Daniel Murphy's commentary yesterday? I did. I did. I thought he... Uh... I thought he did terrific. He, um, he's, uh, yeah, he's obviously very good. But it was funny because a couple of the, the Met Googans uh, on Twitter, when he got really going into hitting, as you know, sometimes your head go, is ready to explode when you're talking to Murph about hitting, right? Right. And The laboratory. Yes. And he got going, and they started posting these, like, scientific – algorithms and stuff that was what, it was like graphics chuckle. yes oh that's funny so they me, knew they knew they what they knew. were in for yeah that made me chuckle. they probably listened to the show well maybe he did mention uh i saw an article about him he says about what he wants to do and he says he already does work with a jacksonville radio station now i don't know that he mentioned me yesterday i didn't watch the whole thing or us yeah we so, we, we kind of begged him to yeah so if he but did, he did just say jacksonville radio station it was impersonal yeah today is the day because this is his second day today. why wouldn't we dial him up on the phone and get a quick recap from him well, we'll get it when he gets back next week he's, oh. he's busy preparing yeah he took pictures he was bopping around uh, we, need to, we need to do a little critique we need to help to yeah help he was to. bopping around spring training yesterday he had pictures with like straw was up there yesterday nice. so it was kind of neat to see do you have a clippy of murph at all so Murph in the booth yesterday with the SNY squad. The Mets taking on the Marlins, was it yesterday? Or was yesterday the Cardinals? Dan? Yesterday was a big victory over the, the Marlins. Cardinals. Yeah, yeah, yesterday was the Marlins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Up the middle. Great play by Hosey. Uh, Louis so accurate. Even with two strikes, he gets 0-2, and he gets rid of a couple pitches and gets himself back in the count. But nice play by Hosey to keep him off first. Here's John Birdie, who has always been a Met pest. Looked until a few days ago as though Birdie was going to be the primary shortstop for the Marlins this year, but then they went out and signed former batting champ Tim Anderson, who has yet to play in an exhibition game, and now they've got their everyday shortstop. I think Anderson might hit second in this line. Got a little bit of Murph there in the beginning, and uh, he's got one more. But, you know, unfortunately, it's not so simple as, oh, I'll just watch the Marlins. Well, that doesn't matter. He's not in the Marlins booth. So if you see our, you know, yesterday, yes. you saw Marlins Mets, you had to be watching on uh, SNY. SNY. I have a pop quiz. Okay. I like pop quizzes. I I, I feel some you know, remiss from, again, one question shy of a perfect game again today. Yeah. We'll keep striving. Uh, I have the, uh, you know, you got to win your home games in the NFL, right? The Jags didn't do that last year, right? That's one of the reasons why we weren't very One of the good. many reasons why. That's great. Um, the top five teams, I want to know the top five teams' best record in home games since 22. So, the last two years, uh, one team went 16 and one, one team went 14 and three, and three teams went 13 and four. I need to know those five teams, please, sir. So okay, so the last two record? seasons or three? The last, last two. The last two home yeah. seasons. Yeah, so 17 games. Okay. You play eight, you play nine, you play eight, you play nine. The Jaguars the last two years, for those wondering, nine and eight. I know the Chiefs weren't good at home this year. You first want to you want to think about I, there, there's two. I'm just going 16 by 16 and one. Should you should get? I should get the 16 and one. Been talked about enough, and yeah, I believe so. It's been talked about enough. The 16 and one. I know that Dallas was undefeated at home this year. Are they one of the 
They're not the 16 and one. They are. Okay. Wait, I didn't realize we talked about. It. I guess we, this yes. year I know Dallas because they beat that. I didn't say we talked about. It. I'm oh, just saying oh. it's been talked about enough. I know the e- and the, this may have kind of gone backwards a little bit at the end, but I, I know the Eagles have been really good at home. I would think they are on the on that list. They're one of the 13 and four teams, so you have two of the five. Obviously, these are good teams the last two years, so right. you have to take that into account. But Dallas and Philly both with good home records the last two years, 16 and one and 13 and four respectively. I know that the, I think the Browns were undefeated at home this year, but there's just they could, they can't could they go? Which means they would have had to been at least five and four at home the year before. What did the Browns do two years ago? Were they terrible? Deshaun came over. They used Brissett. Remember the Browns at home and the road this year? Yeah. Were a completely different team. Weren't they undefeated at home? Because we were really good on the road, and then they were really yeah, good. Yeah, they at beat home. us. They won all their ro- their home games, and they. Uh, so that would be eight no maybe, and then they got to go. F- uh, there's no jumping them, out at me, man. Yeah. I, I think the not, I, you know, I know the. I, I remember two visible losses for the Niners at home this year with with Baltimore and Cincinnati, but I, I think two years ago they were really good at home. I'm gonna go Niners. Niners are 13 and four. That's three of them. There's four or five. I'm sorry. Five. You need two more. Um. Well, I tell you, another team that was remarkably different home and away was the Dolphins. E. Yeah, yeah, they they were good at home, and, two, and they were a playoff team two years ago. So you know, if they got set, I got to get to. Let's go, Dolphins. Dolphins are the third, thirteen and four. You only need one more. You have Dallas, San Fran, Philly, and Miami. One team went fourteen and three the last two years. Wow, fourteen and three, huh? Mm-hmm. Gosh, E, the only team that I know had for sure had the one really good home year is the Browns. I, you know, I say they were undefeated, but maybe they lost a couple by the end of the year. Um, Kansas City lost four probably this year. It can't be them. Um, just looking at teams. I'm not looking at any sort of records. Um, got the 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 Bills maybe. They seem to lose home games, though. I feel like they do. I mean, I know the uh, four. That means the Browns would have had to go. He says they're fourteen and three. So the year before, the Browns would have had to been like five and three at home. Did they even win five games two years ago? Do we go with the? Do we go uh-huh. with the Bills and hope they were really good at home last year? I mean, they were. Woo! I like the Bills more than the Browns. Yeah, do you? I, yeah, Bills. Bills 14 and 3. Wow. Supreme victory. Yes. Dallas, Buffalo, San Fran, Philly, Miami, Cincinnati 12 and 4. They played one less home game because of the the Bills thing. The Hamlin thing. And then uh, 12 and 5, not really as bad as you think. Kansas City and Cleveland 12 and 5. Okay. So there you have it. Well, that means Kansas City the year before was really good at home because this year I think Kansas City was 500 or lost four Mm -hmm. times. Mm -hmm. And then the uh, Jags, Denver, Pittsburgh, the Rams, New Orleans, Tampa 9 and 8. So that's kind of where they were. So uh, they, they met the media yesterday. Our our guys did. Yeah. Um. I you know some themes to take out of it. Josh Allen. I'm, there's no reason talking about it anymore in some form or fashion. Josh we'll Allen. Here. We move forward with. Calvin really seems like it's a total fence sitter to me. I think. I think. I think Balky set us up a little bit to say, hey, we're doing everything we can. It's a matter of whether or not. I'm going to say accepts. this. If I was Calvin Ridley's agent, and it really depends on again. Other factors, what's your comfort level? Do you want to stay in Jacksonville? You can, but I'm telling you, if Calvin Ridley hits free agency, he gone. 
Yeah, I think so, too. He's gone. There's none of this. He's coming back. It, uh, this is If Calvin really hits free agency, he will have a new team like in an hour. He'll be one of those tampering. Because, again, T. Higgins franchise. Mike Evans ain't leaving the Bucks. Calvin Ridley then becomes the the the, the prize. Fair and enough. somebody's going to pay him. Yeah. A lot more than Ridley makes him a better Jags team. The need to make... lock him up now or they're going to lose him. Well, or, or. In put, my opinion. Or hit fast forward on the Josh Allen deal, get a long-term deal, and then use the franchise tag on Ridley. That would also help. That's another option. That's why the Allen negotiations matter. You know, eventually, you get a guy on a long-term deal. Mm-hmm. That's what's so strange and frustrating about these these stalemates. Yeah. you know, We all know where we're getting. Balky said yesterday there's a lot of balls in the air. So, that I mean, and, and, and that's, you know, and again, um, Demetrius Harvey said uh, Chop Robinson is meeting with the Jaguars later. He's a uh, rush guy, right? He's an edge guy from Penn State. Um, again, you're going to meet with a bunch of guys. I do think this, and Doug Peterson uh, said this on the air yesterday with, with Frank. I do. Um, I really do. And, uh, gosh, you know, we've had a lot of time here to think about, you know, what went wrong or, you know, um, the decisions I made, whatever it might be. And, and I think – I think we all had a hand in it, you know, um, but but I do feel like the pieces are there. I, I, our quarterback, we got the right quarterback to lead us into the future. And quite honestly, I, I think we got the right nucleus of guys. I, he, he also went on to say that, you know, excuse V reason, he, you know, Trevor's struggle because of how much time he missed and how banged up and battered. They haven't lost any confidence, and I understand, and it's it's understandable that the fan base, especially certain segments, have. But again, Dan, we also operate in a different narrative t- nowadays when it comes to fans. More than it's ever been, it seems to be so polarized. Either you're great or you suck. There's Do not you much think, in the middle. He said something, and he continues to say something, and they both say this, Balky and Peterson, and I'm curious. Do, like you, whiskers? do you both think we have the right core of guys? Well, who are the core? core we right, had this well, defined core. Well, you define. I, I, I do. I who think we have it? a good enough core of guys. I don't. Yeah. I don't think we have a okay. good enough core. All right. I don't think we got enough to make up What a is core. a core? I need a number then. They got to compare our number yeah. versus other. Well, the problem like, is we like got a big hole me, on the O-line. When you give me the top 100 players, who's in it from Jacksonville? Josh Allen. Okay. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, he won't be this yeah, year. Yeah, I think he sure dipped he out. Top you hundred? Bet? Yeah, I think he dipped out. He ain't in the top hundred this year. I say Evan Ingram is probably in there. Yeah, it's maybe. Yeah. yeah, and Aluokin. It maybe, but uh, other than that, that's it. I just. Oh yeah, Matzik. <laughs> Stop. He's not in the top hundred. <laughs> but like, like the Chiefs are the Super Bowl champs, and we can't really. Build like the Chiefs because Mahomes is so much better than everyone else. Like he's, are, he is they, the core. Yeah, and Chris he, Jones. And Chris Jones, though, is a great player. Yeah, they're so good. They don't need much. Obviously, they won the Super Bowl with, with a little. Yeah. Because they're so good. They also have Travis Kelsey, by the way, who's yeah, also guy. still there. <laughs> are we trying to determine if the Chiefs are good? We can move no. on. No. I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to say why. I'm trying to say I don't think our core is all that. We don't have a. A uh, Pro Bowl receiver. Uh, we didn't with 114 catches. We didn't really have a Pro Bowl tight end. Well, he should have been all along. Okay, but and he's good. And Listen, he ended up there. I like Evan Ingram a lot, and he's a good football player. But he ain't Kelsey or Kittle or you know one of those guys. Okay, um, we definitely don't have anybody on the offensive line. 
Our running back is good, not great. Our quarterback is young, not great. He's now not in the top five in the AFC. When you read about the top five AFC quarterbacks, you will not get Trevor Lawrence's name based on what he did no. last year. Mm-mm. On the defensive side of the ball, you'll get Josh Allen in his 17 and a half sacks, but did not was not all pro. You got an ascending player in Trayvon Walker. And what else? What core? So is that core good enough? My answer is no, in my opinion. I don't think it's good enough. Well, no, Nine it's and not. Eight. Huh? But they think, seem to think it is good enough. No, that core ain't good. If you put Patrick Mahomes on this team, it's one thing. I think the O-line, I, th- oh, I, I think the other, whether you define it as a core or what semantics we use, I think if the offensive line is good, we're not, we're not talking about as many, quote, issues as we think we have. The offensive line is good. ETN looks like a core player. I mean, that, that's my point. When the offensive line's good and they're healthy, Christian Kirk looks like a core player. Well, I mean, I think they I, are, I, again, I mean, we define rhetoric will confuse us here. But the oh, your core, core has our to have, core players are Christian Kirk and Travis Etienne. Yeah. I'm asking, are they good enough to I be think with championship an off, core I guess players? My point is with an offensive line, I think they are. Like it's all about to me, it's well, all about the offensive okay, line. But Christian Kirk is not a top thirty two receiver in the NFL. Sure he is. Then he yeah. is a true number one. I mean, I don't know if that's necessarily the case. No, there's to some teams that have five receivers and none are, at best, they're twos. I think he's a top 32 receiver. I certainly do. Yeah. Okay. ETN top 10 running back? I, th- Yeah, I think at ceiling-wise, I mean, he's been in the, even this terrible year. What was ETN in rushing? He was third last year. What was he this year? Seventh? As far as yards? Yeah. I mean, One, at two, the end of the three, day, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Okay, he's third and eleven. So yeah, he's a top ten back. Okay, which can qualify as core, core ish. Three point eight a carry though. Yeah, that was but again, that's all, you talked about the stuff right. I know. Ha, if half your I carries know. are going for zero, three point eight is pretty good. I agree. This is the drill to beat Trust Plumbing Winston. <laughs> Thanks for being up and at him with us. Yeah. Hey, I just I, they can't help themselves, Dan. What do you got? They are the most unlikable, full of dog poo sports wow. organization on the planet. Oh, my. Each wow. and every day, if you did any kind of digging, you would find one of these Evan. sanctimonious DBs shooting off their unaccomplished mouth. Dave oh. and Busters. And just this is annoying. I mean, this, this group of miscreants oh were tailor-made. Tailor-made. Miscreants. For the pest of the day. Oh, wow. Uh, today, today it'll just be one. Per- I could find somebody in this group of ne'er-do-wells that I could make a pest of the day every day. They're low on the humanity scale, and they're way, way overshot their self-opinions. The pest of the day brought to you by Mission Pest Solutions. Uh, owned by Jacksonville native Russell Skinner and 10-year Navy pilot Tyler Taranez. That means veteran and locally owned and operated. When you call 944-PEST, you'll speak directly with one of those owners. And when you mention 1010XL at 944-PEST, you get 25% off your initial pest or termite protection service. That's Mission Pest Solutions. Read the Google reviews. Don't just take my word for it. Yeah, my pest of the day is Taylor Gooch. Gooch. Gooch, who the hell do you think you are, dude? What did Gooch do now? You little check chasing short wearing goon Taylor Gooch you played on the PGA tour for quite a few years I'm racking my brain for memories of you okay memories. I stopped
I stopped. You know why I racked my memories of you? Darn it. I don't have any, you jackass. Oh, dear. Taylor Gooch is frustrated that he won't be able to play in the Masters, Dan. Yeah. Yeah, you don't get playing them. Never mind, I'm 449 in the official world golf rankings because I play on a tour that's exhibition golf and they're not giving me points. If you want to play in the Masters, it's so important to you, Taylor Gooch. Play on a tour that allows you entrance into the Masters. But no, you want to have your unearned money and eat it too. So Gooch says if Rory McElroy should win the Masters and complete the career Grand Slam, Dan, mm-hmm. we're going to have to put an asterisk on it. It'll be tainted because That's of That's what Taylor said? Yeah, it'll be tainted <laughs> because of the absence of some live members. Yeah. Um, the live members who won the Masters will be at the Masters there. Taylor? Jackasses like you that never won anything yet got paid multi-million dollars to join your exhibition tour. Sorry, you don't get to play, bro. You don't get to play. There are live, live members who will get to play because they've proven in their competitive golf life they can beat the best of the best. They're major champions. They've earned their way into the Masters, even if they went and chased the same money you did. But you, you little piss ant, you no. don't get to. Here. You don't get to cry, Taylor Gooch, because you never won anything. You got a nice fat bank account and probably a hot girlfriend. You guys can party on a yacht in Dubai later this year as you grow the game. Until then, shut up. Rory McIlroy winning the Masters is in no way affected by the absence of, wait for it, Taylor Gooch. Egg. Just your name, bro. Gooch. Bag. You're Taylor Gooch. Bag. Mm. Swipe. Oof. That's the pest of the day brought to you by pest Mission Pest Solutions. And save me on the Taylor t- t- Gooch actually won twice last year. Yeah. That's more than uh, Jordan uh, Justin Thomas won. Yeah. Yeah, he won the 48-man shotgun field. Mm. I won the skins game at Julington Creek one Thursday. Yeah. Put me on live. Oh, boy. Oh, dear. Harsh. <laughs> Best of the day, man. I brought it. You brought it. Uh, this is, by the way, uh, just let me commiserate a little bit with my team, said Dan. Mm-hmm. A red hot are the Calgary Flames. You're not the only hockey guy in the building. We're making a chart, see if we can't make the playoffs, at which point I have promised to buy a distressed Flames logo T-shirt. That's all I'll say about that. More importantly, the Hawks have now been without Trey Young for two games. Yeah. Unsurprisingly, they are 2-0 and in those games. Had their biggest margin of victory in a game at all season last night. And the worst, documented here on the show, the worst defensive team in all of basketball. I mean, these jokers give up 150 like it's nothing. Have now, without Trey Young, also known as, quote, the liability, given up less than 100 in two straight games. They drafted Luka Doncic. They should trade Trey Young. If they could, well, you're late to that party. I mean, I started texting you that, like, December 22, Hick, remember? Mm-hmm. When you could have still gotten something for him. Yeah. Puts up great. There is not a bigger um, misfit of stats and impact in any sport right now than Trey Young. I mean, you're, you dude averaging 28 and 11, and does it matter? You know how there's teams that, you know, that like when you look at young teams, like they were famous before, you know, and then you and then you realize, oh, man, that like like in minor league baseball, sometimes a guy will come through, but you don't go see him play. Right. And then you realize, oh, he played here. Okay. You know, like those things happen. Mm-hmm. So there's a couple things. Uh, there's a kid at Georgia Tech baseball hit four home runs yesterday. He's got nine already. 
I saw the highlight of the four yesterday. I mean, it's he's red hot to start the season. He's got nine home runs already. Uh, he's from he's his I think his dad runs five star, which is one of the travel ball big associations. Okay, but anyway, is the Atlanta area? I don't know where he's from, but uh, the kids know. But the kid, but the guy's a freshman, and he's got nine home runs now. The Gators lost to Stetson last night, midweek game. But so they've played, I mean, honestly, they've played like three, six, it's been like eight games. Kid's got nine home runs. Then I was also looking, I saw, I saw this on social media. Uh, the 1996 Riverside Church AAU team. Okay. Okay. 1996 Riverside Church AAU team. What, what, where is this? What area of the country is this? I think it would be. It's not on Riverside. Just checking. No, 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 no. Okay. I think it would be. It was the Riverside Church Hawks Northeast. Somewhere, okay. All right. My guess. This is their front line. This is AAU basketball? AAU. They lost. They were Did they s- play here in Jacksonville, that team? I don't know. 1996. Are you giving they me Anton have. Jameson and that group? No. Okay. Uh, they were 69-1. and one. Pretty good. And their front line was Ron Artest. This is now, these are high school kids. Yeah, 96. Lamar Odom and Elton Brand. There's a lot of drinking on that bus. Woo! Those boys are hitting AAU style, buddy. Artest, Odom, and Elton Brand. I don't know about Elton Brand, what a drinker he is. Those other two are not afraid to party now. 1996. Former Dookie. Artest, who was the other one? Lamar, Artest. Yeah, Lamar and Artest. Um, Yeah. They're hitting every club on the way. That's a squad, man. Yeah, they're pretty good. Man, the, the AAU National Championships used to come to Jacksonville. Yeah, fantastic. Magic Johnson, I believe, may have even come here way Word. back in the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big big time. I bet that was a show. Hey, man. And so, they played uh, FSEJ yeah, South. Yeah. yeah. Somebody has, uh, they've already gotten Gooch's Wikipedia page. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh. So I'm on Gooch's Wikipedia page. You know, it's college. He turned professional, current tour. It says professional wins, five with an asterisk, and then in parentheses, three exhibitions. <laughs> ah, True. Ah, hey man, if the shoe fit, if the shoe fits, wear it. That's good. That's good. I like that. I like that. All right, let's keep it rolling. Uh, we have a lot left in the program. It is that's a true. It's a Beatrice Plumbing Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, Beatrice mm-hmm. Plumbing Wednesday. Yeah, I call shout it. out Beatrice. Yeah, like family. Beatrice is there. Uh, yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Who sang that song, Dan? That's Kanye. Oh, nice. Only because I heard you say it. Yeah, I was going to say Oh, <laughs> 100%. Oh, sure. I would have never got that. Hey, uh, it, no it, shot. It, it's, it's, I don't want to call it. Oh, you have a couple things. Go ahead. I'm just waiting on you. You start squealing and screaming, dude. I'm like, right. I said, I'm like a TikTok, you know? I mean, we flip to the next, we scroll to the next screen, man. Swipe. Yeah, swipe. Sorry, we swipe, swipe, bro. We're swiping show, man. Swipe to the next thing. Let's go. Gators play hoops tonight. You're damn right we do. <laughs> Going for their 20th win. First time since 17. They have 20 wins in February, by February. If they don't win tonight, then they shut the program down. They're taking out I mean, winless this, Missouri. This, oh, dear. Stop. Winless in conference. Not Walter Clayton in- and Zion Pullen are averaging uh, 32 points per game together. That's eighth best scoring duo in single season basketball in the, for Gators. Just give me the top five scoring duos. Florida basketball in the last 50 years. Okay. Oh, okay. I got to make sure that I'm understanding the question. Mm-hmm. They have combined Not average guards, 32 Just two points. teammates mm-hmm. that average. So Florida has two mate, teammates that average more than 30-something. 
Correct. Uh, this I is, actually this have seven more, but we're only going to do the top five. Okay. Top five. And this is in an, a year, not in a career, right? In a year, in a season. This is Number not a, one this is, is not... 37.7 points per game. I, I mean, I, I just like, I shouldn't, I, shouldn't I be hungry for, I mean, I have a sweet tooth, right? Oh, you're like a wolf. You know, you know I like M&M's, right? Yeah. Shouldn't I? I should like M&M's, shouldn't I? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a good, tasty treat. And Very so good. I, when I think of Florida M&M's, I think of Maxwell and Moten. M&M boys. Yeah. Number one and number three. Do. Okay. Two different years. 37.7 and 36.5. I'm going to go. 86, 87, 85, 86. This is probably a big mistake. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. This is probably a big mistake. I'm going off the board, Ooh, man. Do it. I'm reaching for a couple of cats because in Billy Donovan's tenure, yeah, I like that. they were on a team that weren't good. I like okay. that. I like what Thinking you're Thinking of Anthony Roberson and Matt Walsh. I like that. I like that a lot. Oh, oh. But sadly, they came up short. Wow. They were seven and nine combined. Seven year, Number seven one year, number nine one oh, year. Oh, I really thought I had Roberson it there. Roberson was raw. I like Pete, him. Pete Roberson. Yeah. Okay, then let me go back then. I guess go back? I, you know, the problem with Billy's first team, mm-hmm. his teams that won were so balanced, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's hard to get to 30-something. It is. What you so talking I, about, Bradley? Like, was there a score with Bradley Beal? Was there another guy with Beal? Oh. Beal was like a 19 Beal. guy himself. I don't – did they have a – who was on those teams? I mean, gosh, man. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either, bro. I'm gonna have to go. I'll give you one more guess. That's it. We got well, You got it wrong. So How the about game Mike? Ends. This is a, this is also off the board, man. But I think this one of these dudes scored more than we remember him being a score. But like, could it be like Mike Miller, Kenyon Weeks? You could try, but not in the top ten. Okay. <laughs> All right. So the best score ever was Ronnie, right? One yeah. Ronnie Williams. So I, Ronnie and, and Vernon. And, Delancey, I, and I was about to, two. I was about to go old school, but I was mm-hmm. I, I I may have put Ronnie with Eugene McDowell. That would have been my freshman year. Yeah, I would have put Ronnie with Eugene McDowell, and I would have missed oh. that one too. Ronnie, David no, Lee you wouldn't. Have. Ronnie and Eugene were fourth. Okay, so I would have got one. I would have gone down that. So path. it goes: Maxwell Moten, Ronnie Vernon, Maxwell Moten, Ronnie Eugene the Slam, and Machine McDowell. Isn't Eugene passed? Yeah, yeah, well, years ago. And that was and it. Will Wilbekin and somebody. No, no, fifth is Vernon and Shin Splints, Big uh-huh. Dwayne. Wow. So Vernon's three times one These three are, and five. Yeah, it was a hell of a score. Is he still out of the the meeting guide somehow? Just and then ridiculous. sixth is Shinsis and Chapman, and then seventh is Peep and Walsh. So, uh, eighth is Clayton and Pullen. So all right, yeah. so Peep and Walsh was a de- decent guess. I really thought they would show up. What was their average? They were thirty three point seven. Yeah, thirty seven point seven. Maxwell and Moten, the Eminem boys. Which year was that? The eighty five, eighty six, eighty six, eighty seven. Wow. Yeah, that was the first year they went to the NCAA mm-hmm. tournament. Mm-hmm. Fun times. All right, I just want to reiterate. <laughs> One more time, these numbers. As you hear your coach and general manager tell you that Cam Robinson is going to be on the team, they want to sign Ezra Cleveland. Are you okay with Cam Robinson on the team? Yes. Okay. Are you okay with Ezra Cleveland on the team? Not really. Okay. Continue. I'm just I mean, I'm not, not okay, but I just I'm gonna think- play. I'm going to play Doug Peterson's comment here after you make your point. Play it first. I don't. I don't hear this conviction that y'all are hearing out of when it comes to Fortner in particular. I don't hear a conviction there. I hear uh, okay. not going to throw my guy under the bus. We'll see where we are. Now, I hope so. Here's what on with French yesterday. Here's what Doug Peterson told him when asked about Luke Fortner and okay. their evaluation no. of him. I thought he played okay. Um, 
you know, I thought I thought that he um, there was there was moments in there where uh, I think his confidence wavered a little bit, and and I think that just came from outside influences. The media was on him, you know, national, stop local, it. the whole just thing. Just stop. Do you see what I'm saying? That doesn't sound to me no. like we're all in on this guy. I, I think don't he's think just protecting. All in. Him. I just think- I don't. If we're running it back, I don't think that what Peterson said about Fortner sounds like running it back to me. It sounds like. Bro. This guy's, I don't, how am I going to say this nicely? He's uh, soft. He go, media? I don't know what to tell you. Did he say the media still? Again, I don't know what to tell you. I'm not going to blame Doug Peterson for this. I blame the player and the guy who picked him. All right, the Jaguars' rate of stuffed runs for no gain, 25%. One out of every four times they ran the ball, no gain. The highest of any team over the last five years. And I would also say. Did you hear me? Yeah. Okay, one more, two more. An insane 40% of running back runs from week five on, 40%, four out of 10, gained one yard or less. Yeah. Worst in the NFL. Don't you feel like that's an interior line issue more than tackle? One yard, yes. Yeah. One yard or less. And 28.4% or three out of 10 were stuffed for no gain or a loss. Also the worst in the NFL. Now, they keep talking scheme. And I'm wondering... Like, I know this. I don't know a ton about scheme, and we can ask Tony, but um, the center snaps the ball. If there's a guy over the center, the guard can help the center. And I feel like Doug, in that comment, which I cut off, cut off midway through, said we didn't help him enough. My point being they left him alone on an island to block the guy, and he would get blowed up a lot. So... I think, and I also agree with Sticks Jeremiah, who said, look, you don't need a star-studded offensive line to win in the NFL. And I agree with that. You don't need a star. Seems to be good but you one. can't have a bad offensive line. And our offensive line was bad last year. And it was bad for a variety of reasons. And part of the reasons, yes, in fairness to Doug and Trent, were the, was the play of the, or were, were the injuries, right? But we've had two years of a center who, He's not cutting it. He he doesn't even show up in the top 32 of the centers pro- in the rankings. Yeah, and there's only 32. He, he probably loses confidence when he's laying on his back staring at the light stanchions because that happened to, that happened in the last game of the year. Yeah. So I don't uh, see at any point, if you have an offensive lineman who is capable of literally being weeble-wobbled yes. and knocked on his back, yes. he should probably not play for a few years. He probably needs to go to the weight room or whatever it is, work on technique. If you're a 300-pounder and you're capable of being knocked on your back, cockroached, mm-hmm. you should not be playing. Yeah. Unless you tripped or something, and that's not what happened in this case, it didn't seem like. Who is the um, – I'm going to shift Me. gears back to basketball real quick. Okay. Swipe. Right. Yeah, Who is swipe. The, I saw the Gators, by the way, now six in bracketology. That's correct. Which would mean they get a three guy. That's right. Which would be good. Yeah. Who is the uh, SEC player of the year? Oh, it's easy, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Okay. Easy. Connect. Yeah, unanimous. No doubt? No doubt. Now, Kentucky said that Dillingham has really come on. I'm buying into his hype. And there are some other good players around the conference, but it's it's Connect because they're the best team in the league. Okay. And, and it you know, there's been a— this, He's not the leading scorer, by the way. Who is Sears? Sears. Yeah, for Alabama. Yeah. Yeah, he's a freshman, by the way. Can I throw another name out there? Even though there, I, there are some good players, yeah. Even though I announced I don't like them? Okay. Shepard. Yeah, I don't know. He's not. Listen, that's a that's a recency bias. He's not the MVP of their team. That's Dillingham. Are you sure? Positive. You've seen enough. Ask Kentucky Jeff. I will. 
Ask Kentucky Jeff. This is what he did in the last minute yesterday. I know he did. He he got yeah. I got you. But tell him. Yeah, he did. He he. I know this. One thirty six made a jumper. One oh nine made a layup. One oh nine made a free throw. One oh two a block. Thirty six free throw. Thirty six free throw. Seventeen free throw. Seventeen free throw. Two seconds game winning jumper. Zero seconds steal. That's a hell of a minute. And and it's not the first time. What is he averaging per game? Is he not anywhere close? No, he's not their leading scorer. But he's no. no, he's probably if I had to guess fourteen, maybe. Who did you say is Kentucky's best player? Dillingham. Reeves. Dillingham is their best player. Not even close. Reeves averages more than Dillingham. Look at the mock drafts by five points. I Although know. I got a rock draft here that's got him going fifth. Reed Shepard, Dillingham going six. So maybe he's closer than I say. Reed Shepard's like twenty six in the conference. Tw- Twelve points a game, fifty one percent from three. Jeff, Jeff Shepard's we kid. Need an answer. I think Dillingham is. I, I think that they're overshooting on Shepard there, but again, I could be wrong. That, that's I'm going from which is the best of the of the. Do you remember which one? The draft. Which of the mock drafts is best? Say again now. Do we know which of the mock like NBA draft room? You know which one is best? Do we know? We used to have one of those. Go to. I don't know. Do you think? I think it'll be a very interesting player of the year balloting in the SEC. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, I think Connect will win it pretty. They like to give it to the championship really? team guy, like the you know. But anyway, I was yeah. Just, well, Connect has just been yeah. I, the, Kentucky has spread the wealth now. I know it's been all Connect. I mean, he has just always been the one that's kind of lifted them up. And uh, let me look at one more mock draft here, NBA draft room. Because where is Connect in the mocks? Is he a not as high? Not in the first round. Is he a first round guy? Um, I, I he should be. I'm just asking. I think he is. Okay. Dalton Connect here goes number nine to the Thunder. Okay. Dillingham goes 11 to the Bulls. Mm-hmm. And Shepard. Ship! A lot like Chip, by the way. Yes. Yeah, uh, Shepard, not, not, no showing in round one in this one. Mm-hmm. You know, again, there's like, I, I don't know which of these Will is. Will we ever know or solve the one more basketball question? We'll move on. But the Gators play tonight. They play Missouri tonight. They should win. They have. Four basketball games left. They've been the beating tournament. the teams they're supposed to. I dropped that stat in against yeah. quads two, three, and four. They're they're undefeated. There's only five or six teams that can claim that. What the blazes happened to Riley Kugel this year? I don't. I don't. I I, I don't agree that Riley Kugel has not been a factor. I tell you what happened. I mean, if you're asking me what happened to Riley Kugel, it, I'll tell you what happened. Uh-huh. Walter Clayton Jr. and Zion Pullen happened. He doesn't have to rise up for. You know, Riley Kugel's been terrible this year for the Gators. Eh, eh? I don't think so. I don't. I, no, I don't think so. I think he's he's. I, has he been their best player? Absolutely not. Um, but I, I don't think he's been terrible. So it's funny. Someone just said that on the text line. I don't know. Maybe I'm watching something different. I he's he played. Jeff, he played three minutes against Alabama. He played six minutes against Vandy. He played 19 minutes against Georgia. Uh, his. I'm a. I'm. Well, he's in the doghouse then a bit. Well, I I think that Riley Kugel's had five or six twenty point games this year. I think he's led the team in scoring. I think a half dozen times. He scored twenty two points in his last five games. Yeah. Well, I guess when you said what happened, I was thinking more in context of the entire season. I did not realize. They told me he was a, a a freaking lottery pick. At one point, he was thought of that way. But I don't. I feel like he's an asset though. I mean, if he's not playing a whole lot right now, I, I don't think that that's the plan. I don't know if he could be nursing something, maybe. 
He had 22 against Auburn, and I was like, okay, now if we can just get him going, then he's disappeared. Uh, he had 20 against Arkansas, and that's it in the SEC. He had 24 against Wake. He had 25 against Baylor. That he was, had 23 against uh, Loyola. I know it was a while ago. I'm not saying it wasn't, but here's what, what – Pullen has taken his minutes. Yeah, but Riley Kugel is a is – a, He's athletic. I think he's a good piece. But I, I am curious to six in the three minutes. I, I don't know. I I'm I apologize to the text line. I responded to a text line that he hasn't been as absent as you think. Well, yeah, he has. Yeah. He's been more absent than I thought. I, I don't in any way consider him anything but a plus, Dan. I don't know why he hasn't played those two days. I don't I am not I mean, I've had I yeah, I'm I it's, Well, he's had these games. He had four minutes against Ole Miss. I don't know if he got nicked up. Um, in that game, but I'm, I'm, well, like, I hope, um, I hope, uh, I hope Todd Golden has taken stock of Riley uh, Kugel's pops and if he <laughs> wants him to play, he better start playing. This is the drill, the nine o'clock nasty, get fired up. It's coming up next. There's one guy in the national football league. Welcome back to the program, by the way, that, that I just feel like when he walks off the practice field, is an epic disaster. Would you like to take a gander who that might be? Either of you two knuckleheads. I don't. Walks what do you mean? Like trouble you? just finds him. Oh, in other words, he's fine between the lines. He's but a he's great all... player. But oh, I know who that is. You Tyree your... Kill. Yes, Tyree. that's yeah. what I was going to say. Tyree. So now, okay. So check this one out. <laughs> so this clown has a. <laughs> he's just a. I mean, this is just a matter of time, E. Now, once in a while, we get fooled. Britt Brit fooled us despite her troubles. She has made it a lot farther than we thought she'd make it. But you got to understand what has happened in the last six months for Tyree. Okay. Okay, but I'll get to, let me get to the latest one, okay? He is being sued by an influencer named Sophie Hall. Now, what, what in the world happened? Well... She says, alleges in a, new, in a new lawsuit, he fractured her right leg with a crushing force during a football lesson in the backyard of his Florida mansion. Now, now you're saying, well, what, what in the blazes? Well, <laughs> this guy is. So here's what happens. She says, and these are her allegations. That Tyreek sent her flirtatious messages. By the way, Tyreek married, right? Yes. Yeah. Answer the question, yes. Uh, sent her flirtatious messages on Instagram after she enrolled her 10-year-old son into his football camp in May. Oh, come on, Tyreek. So Tyreek's having a football camp. He, uh, the influencer, uh, he flies her out to, a, to the football camp. Oh, oh, I got you. Oh, dear. Yeah. Well, I'm sure he thinks that means something. Of course. Then, by the way, she decides to go on over to the mansion. Uh, yeah. The mansion, by the way, that almost burned down the other day. Uh-huh, we'll get to that uh-huh, in a minute. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. After complimenting the son on how well he played as an offensive lineman, Hill suggests Hall should practice the position. <laughs> They're getting frisky outside. Okay? <laughs> and instructed her to get into a defensive line stance and said, rush me like I'm the quarterback. Okay. What's the problem? Well, she's <laughs> she's a voluptuous girl. Okay. Okay, so yeah, she's not. Yeah. Good. She's got some 
She she ain't petite. Okay. (laughs) Uh, What's a term they like to say? Junk in the trunk, maybe? Okay. All right. She she toting the wagon. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, E. A voluptuous lady. Quote, toting the wagon. And so she rushes Tyreek and knocks him on his butt, which apparently in front of not his wife, but maybe the friend, a trainer, the mother, whatever, causes some chuckling. Okay. Oh, look at you, Tyreek. Tyreek gets up and uh, immediately goes Tyreek schizo and then plows into her, breaking her leg. Good Lord. Sounds like a defender for the Knicks. Uh, Necessitating surgery with metal hardware implantation. (sighs) Now, let me run down what, how, (laughs) let me run down how trouble seems to find Tyreek. Tyreek was just trying to get some Sunday delight, man. Correct. (laughs) <laughs> it cost him some bread. Now this is what he. This is what's happened to him really in the last six months. Now, if you're Mike McDaniel, do you even do you just ride this out as long as possible, or do you, Mike McDaniel, take a hit on that vape pipe, call him, and slur some words out at him? <laughs> hey, Tyreek, listen, hey, nice to be getting some trouble. You're accusing the, the head coach of vape piping, Va- vape piping, of, of being or uh, vaping, however you want to yeah, say. It. It. There's no, yeah, you're. Yeah. <laughs> So this is what's uh, happened. OMW. OMW. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm dead on. I'm dead on. You guys all know it. This is what's happened with the cheetah recently. His lawyer filed a motion of divorce after he was married for months, but later Hill denied he was splitting with his wife, Keita Vaccaro. He's hit with Keita two- and the cheetah. Keita and the cheetah. <laughs> It's a reality. This is a reality show. Well, don't let's don't forget it. Last last year in the offseason, he was slapping around the boat dock attendant. Remember that in the marina? Well, yeah, yeah, he was hit yeah. with two separate paternity suits just a month after he tied the knot with Keita. Keita's like, oh, in November. No, and in January, his house almost burned down after one of the kids had a lighter and thought it'd be fun to make a small fire in the bedroom. Yeah, that'll happen too. Yes. Um, E. Uh-huh. What do we do with this guy? Man, cheat off the chains, man. And he always has been. He's also come out and told everyone he wants to be a porn star when his playing career is over. You got to have goals, Dan. I mean, we (laughs) complain about the guys leaving the sport and not having a plan. Uh Cheetah and the Cheetah. This is a a disaster. Don't say it. (laughs) This is. uh, What do we do with this guy? Now, what do you do with him? You sign him is what you do. That's what you do, E. You trade for him. Yeah, you sign and trade for about six years. Best, most explosive, most dangerous receiver in the game. Yeah. Tyreek Hill. Two years in a row, 119 catches, uh, 1,700 and 1,800 yards, 20 It doesn't seem possible that he could be, quote, underrated with those, but I feel like he is. I don't feel like we throw him up there in the Justin – the the big receivers, right? Because he's just a a special And by the way, I'll give you another one, too. I see this story talking about, you know, there's three quarterbacks in particular that what in the world are we going to do? One is the Bears with Justin Fields, and what are they going to do? They're going to trade him. They're going to draft Caleb Williams. Two is Dak Prescott, who suddenly is up for another extension. Seems like just yesterday. Yesterday. What are we going to do? We're going to stand. But then there's two. A Dan, two of the last two years yeah. is a top five quarterback in the NFL in all the stats. And I don't mean the far fetched uh, analytics. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to talk about the most undeserved hate in the league? It goes to Tua. May I point out that the Chiefs. But Hill is why, is what I was going to say. May I point out that the Chiefs who traded the Cheetah have won two Super Bowls since he left the team. Now yeah. I know Mahomes, Mahomes, Mahomes. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. Always, so you can't They really... would have won them with him, by the way. Yeah, in all likelihood. Correct. Although, who would they have let go if they'd kept him, though? I don't know. Because they would have had to let go other dudes, and that defense was terrific. 
But maybe they would outscore teams. Who knows? They find a way. You're right. But, man, oh, man, this guy is a train wreck. And I feel like, and tell me if I'm wrong here, boys, I feel like it's just a matter of time till it becomes too, till the, till the off-the-field incident costs him on the field. I disagree. You disagree? As, as you think he, he knows how to balance his life? No, heck no. Okay. He doesn't know. But as long as he's performing on the field, mm-hmm. they don't care. And it's already been proven. As long as he's hey, that. Hey, Tyreek, this, yeah. this is Coach McDaniel. Yeah, can you calm it down just a little bit? Can we just yeah. take it back a notch? As I mean, bleepity bleep bleep. As long as he's performing, it ain't going to matter. 119-119. <laughs> That's yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. I don't know. He'd end the cheetah, though. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> Oh. He is a train wreck, though, man. <laughs> That's A.B. Part 2. Like, like yes. A hundred. Very good. It e, is. Very good. Like, can you tell me what Tyreek's up to today? What's today? Oh, it's offseason? Is he is he in Cabo? <sighs> so, wait. what, what is today, Today's Wednesday? Yeah. Can you go to his gram and tell me what Tyreek's doing? They're probably on a boat in Miami I'm right on a now. Boat! On, a, on a yacht in Miami. Yeah. 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 Well, first off, he's not awake yet. <laughs> Because he had a late night without his wife, right? Oh, boy. Cheat off the chains. I don't know. I, I don't know what to tell you. But anyway, I just. But like, like he's, he's a stud of an athlete on the field. So. God, he's good. He is good. He's so fast. Because he's so, so fast. fast. So fast. But you know what? But it's a combination of skill also because we also seen well, – who was the Cincinnati receiver that we recently talk, – uh, you know, Ross? You know where we go next year to play, right? We go to Miami with Ooh, Cooper D. I'm sliding. What do we have Cooper D? Cooper D, you got Tyreek. I hope that's a prime time. <laughs> <laughs> I can run with him, maybe. Maybe I can run with him. I, I don't think it's Cooper fair. Cooper D, we're going to leave you out there. Man I, up. I don't, I, there's some similarities, but Tyreek Hill ain't in that Antonio Brown dumpster fire. This he's dude, heavy. He's tracking. This dude's – He's, yeah, tracking. he's tra- tracking. Okay. Yeah, he's tracking. Because think because like when A- when A B was at his prime yeah, in Pittsburgh, he's at we were prime, we weren't right. really, and we weren't really hearing well, about him. Well, he was he was you know, he was, he was li- live streaming post game talks. Okay, Steve. well that's just like burning down a house. Getting, <laughs> hold on a second. Getting ki- getting kicked out of practices. I'm saying Antonio Two Brown paternity suits. Antonio Brown was much was much bigger negative impact on his team than Tyreek Hill. Oh, yeah, That's yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah on the team for he sure. He was a cancer within the locker room, within the yeah. thing, fights with ben, B- Ty- Big yeah. Ben, getting kicked That's out fair. of practice. Yeah. We don't hear that about Tyreek yeah, no. Hill. That's what I meant. AB's had, AB had six 100-yard-plus seasons in a row. Six 1,000-yard seasons? No, 100, yard, 100 catches. I'm sorry. Okay. Do you think he's in the Hall of Fame? No. Yeah, I don't think so either. No. 928 career catches. I mean, he was the best receiver in the league for a bunch as far of- as what he did on the field. He probably would have been yeah. in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he would have. He did yeah, the well, if he hadn't just like torpedoed his last four years, he could have. He, he would have added another three hundred catches. He was still good. Yeah, yeah, he was still good. You know what the great memory is? Ab just walking off the field in New York. Remember that in MetLife? Oh man, the Bucks. Oh my god, walking off, waving <laughs> took goodbye. Off, yeah, took off his I'm jersey. Out, right? Pads. I'm yeah. out. Bye. Right. These guys, Tom Brady bent over backwards just to oh, keep you between yeah. the and lines. And then he ripped Brady. You're right. And then and he, he ripped Brady. Brady. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're about due for an Antonio Brown, another meltdown here somewhere. Well, it's they been, probably it's been too quiet. We just, don't, we just don't get them anymore. I think he's like apologized or something to Brady recently. <laughs> yeah, he, well, he's, done, <laughs> he tried to, yeah. he's done that 10 times. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He's done that 10 times. Uh, I'm sorry. I didn't um, mean it. This guy helped me. I hate him. Justin Fields' <laughs> manager. 
a post-celebration video as Falcons trade rumors swirl. Good. I take them. The Atlanta uh, screwed, his manager screwed it up last year. Mario Nunez posted an Instagram story Tuesday night showing Fields smiling from ear to ear, clapping his hands and jumping around while rumors swirl the Bears are prepared to trade the quarterback and use the number one pick on uh, Caleb Williams. Um, perhaps Fields is genuinely happy about something that has nothing to do with the NFL. However, it's certainly an interesting tease to release this video hours before well, he just Ryan said he Pohl was... said the team would plan to do something before free agency opens on March 13th. Well, he, he really, he had just said, too, he was going dark. Remember, E? Earlier in the week, he was going dark. I'm not going to pay any attention to football. I'm yep. getting off the timeline. It's annoying me. I just want it yep. to be over. What is the, what is the, like, Justin Fields is an interesting dude, man. Like, because he went to Georgia. He was at Georgia. Right. Mm-hmm. And they stayed with Bennett. Which was the right thing because they won. Unless you want to make the argument, well, they would have won with Justin. Maybe they would have. I don't know. He but was, right? He was more from, wasn't he? Was he? he? Yeah, Jake Fromm. He had gone off to Ohio State and was like in his last year at Ohio State when Bennett took the Georgia job. Okay. Either way, they kept some dude who you know on the surface you didn't think would be as good as. Yeah. It's just weird that he, and so he ended up at Ohio State, and then he ended up with the Bears, and he's good. It's just weird that he, he's not. You know, I, I, I think the, the, it's his passer, it's his vision as a passer, his ability to function in the pocket. I, he got better in the second half of the year. They went four and three after he came back from injury. But I can remember a Monday night game early in the year. Do you remember that one? And they were showing the guys he was missing, mm-hmm. the guys that were running wide open. Um, you know, so I, I think he's he's Justin Fields. Did he commit to Florida? I don't remember that. I don't remember him uh, committing to Florida. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's not hard to figure out what, you know, the quote-unquote issue is with Justin Fields. It was Penn State first, I think. I think it was Penn State. Justin Fields is 30th in the NFL in completion percentage. Well, that's the problem. You can't be 30th. You can't be 30th. I'm not. Now, look, the difference between 30th and first is a lot less than it used to be. Yeah. 30th used to complete 42% of your passes. Now it's 61%. Yeah, yeah. But... You're still measured against your, you know, the rest of the your competition, and yeah. you, you can't be behind Desmond Ritter, right? You can't be worse than Geno Smith and Baker Mayfield and Ryan Tannehill in in completion percentage. Yeah, you can't be below Tommy DeVito and Easton Stick. Your completion percentage can't be worse than Sam Howell and Drew Locke and Mitch Trubisky. Dan can't be worse than Gardner Minshew and Aiden O'Connell and and Kenny Pickett, but but Justin Fields. Was so I like Justin Fields as a uh, former Falcons fan, now current Falcons observer. I would take that lickety quick. And and by the way, don't give up the eight pick. The Bears are desperate, they pin themselves in this spot. They've got the number one pick. Don't give them anything special. Here's a third rounder. You're the one that's made this mess at the quarterback position. Keep them. Let me know how that works. They have no. Ammunition here, do they, Dan? No. Shouldn't you be able to get Justin Fields for a song? All right, no, okay. Third round pick. Yeah, what are y'all going to do with him? Okay, keep him. Pay him his option then. Yeah. I'll give you a third rounder, but no, 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 no. I'm doing you a favor because you guys can't draft a quarterback. He was the right pick where they took him, wasn't he? Yeah. And, 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 you know, I, I think there are Bears fans that would argue that the receivers are a bigger problem than the quarterback himself. Yeah. It's just odd to take a guy that high and not really give him time to just, like, I can't, I get a little Drew Brees vibe out of this, Dan. Drew Brees wasn't good enough for the 
for the Chargers, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you're too, a little too little, a little too much of this, not enough of that, and they let him go, and how'd that work? But I also am okay with, you know, trying Caleb Williams. Well, yeah, if he, yeah. yeah, correct. You're right. If you're, it's, that's a hard one because typically when you have the number one pick and there's a guy like Caleb Williams, you don't have a quarterback even as good as Fields. But it's not their number one pick. Yeah. Right? The only way you can have a quarterback, like, you can't have a quarterback as good as Fields and have the number one pick unless it's someone else's number one pick. And in this case, it was. It was the Panthers. All right, let's uh, come back. We'll either see what's training, check out headlines. We'll do something fun next on a Beatrice Plumbing Wednesday on The Drill. All right, welcome back to the uh, hump day edition of The Drill. Good to be here on a Wednesday. Had another uh, college fans behaving badly last night. You see this one? Shout out. You keep it classy, Texas Tech, as they oh, yeah, throw bottles on the floor. Uh, ticked off at a rough basketball play that had happened in there. Uh, Texas Tech is one of, there's some teams out there that unless you're, they're your team, you don't pay much attention, mm-hmm. but they go on these wild swings in Texas Tech, Wisconsin are two of the in total free fall uh, category. What happened to Wisconsin? The lunchers not going to be get happy. Nah, the luncher's full of it. The luncher told everybody that Wisconsin was some final four power. Oh, they're no. garbage, man. Oh, dear. Wisconsin's a garbage program this year. I don't know what happened. They were number six in the country, Dan. They've lost like seven out of nine. Oh, dear. It happens. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Not to good teams, it doesn't. So the luncher proved to be a total fraud in his basketball really? uh, analysis. Dang, That's too bad. And meanwhile, making fun of Florida, the luncher and, you know, Kentucky G off, they like to kind of gang up like they've got two power programs. I just looked at the annals of college basketball. I'm not seeing the Wisconsin natties, Dan. I don't, I'm not finding them there. The thought. <laughs> you want to see what's trending? Uh, before we do. Oh. I've got the top 20 names of the who's going to run the fastest at the combine. But okay. this line is in there. One top candidate, Iowa cornerback Cooper DeGene. Coop! Still rehabbing from injury, won't run or work out at the combine. That's unfortunate. Oh, that's too bad. Missed an opportunity. Coop would have put him on their ear. Eat. We're looking at Cooper. If if Cooper goes to the Jags, he may beat Otani's jersey record that we talked about earlier. <laughs> uh, Roman Wilson, who I remember watching that dude against Bama, thinking, "Man, Michigan finally got speed." So he's, he's a, a receiver. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's uh, the one has all the touchdowns. Also, it's like a big play guy. Yeah, and he, he ran at the opening. He ran a four three seven forty and logged a four three three as well. Yeah, good for him. A um, couple other names. I'm trying. Xavier Worthy from Texas. That's a receiver. Trying These to fast receivers never I, translate. Like, tell me the last time the fastest receiver at the oh, combine was any good. I'm just looking for Quinion Mitchell. That's our guy. Going to be a Jack. Possible top 20 pick stand out at like the a Senior rocket. Bowl. He's like a rocket. Get it? Toledo? Six foot three eights, 195. Nate Wiggins also up there. That's the Clemson corner. Yeah. Uh, Keelan Robinson is a running back from Texas. Devontae Walker, he's the guy they wouldn't let play the NCAA. Are, from these, North Carolina. The, are these already ran or we're no, suggesting? These are okay, who suggesting. we got an eye on? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, they got Trey Benson. You might be surprised to see the 223 pound Benson. He ain't running the fastest 40, but he says he can roll on straightaway speed. Rome Adunze is on there. Will Shipley. Ship. No chance. Cooper would beat him by five feet. All righty, now let's see what's trending. It's brought to you by Pet Paradise. You're darn right it is. Oh, man, they're such such the tops. I hope you're not using anyone else. So much of the advice that we give you here when it comes to our partners is meant to save you the hassle. Do you love your pet? Yes or no? Then call Pet Paradise. Um, modern facilities, uh, in-house veterinary care, 
grooming, long-term boarding, play dates, finest facilities, and a staff that loves them. Come experience the climate-controlled suites, the bone-shaped pool, and all the other extras that what you are get. Play dates. Does that mean like Rocky and that's uh, correct? And then Rover are yeah. going to get together and could hang been, out. Could have been Bentley back in the day. Could have been. But yeah, you get with your friends and hey, we're going to take them there and they'll oh, all hang okay. out and have a play date. Okay. You're damn right. All right. Just asking. Okay. I want to know what you said. Cleared play dates. I'm asking for well, some that's explanation. What it is. That's a play date. Right. Number five. Kanye West is in the news. Who? Kanye. What'd he do now? What'd well, he do to his poor wife? Well, yeah, well, it's actually what he did to Adidas. He's calling out Adidas. Oh. And he's 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 saying that Adidas is, they're, they're selling fake Yeezys. And I don't take too kind of that, Dan, because today on my feet. Adidas. Not just Adidas. I got on Yeezys. And th- there has been an influx of fake shoes out there. Yeah, I got on the Yeezys, the 350 boots. All right. Yeah, but I don't know. They might be fake according to Kanye. I might have to check my source. Okay. I'm not calling myself a sneakerhead, but true sneakerheads would take true offense if they purchased and paid the retail cost of whatever sneaker they purchased, and they're fake. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a big deal. Big, big deal. Number four. Our boy is also in the news, Dano. Okay. He just recently purchased me a shirt. Who? Vince Carter. What did Vince do? Well, he can conf- great Atlanta Hawk. I don't know if you all remember. <laughs> Towards the end of his career. Yeah. Well, he was recently on a podcast where he confirmed that the NBA approached him, mm-hmm. Kobe, LeBron, and Tracy McGrady, and okay. w- was going to pay them each $1 million to participate in the dunk contest. But he didn't, conf- he didn't say who declined. Oh. It was who now? Vince Carter. Yeah. LeBron James. Yeah. Kobe Bryant. Uh-huh. And Tracy McGrady. Are these guys such ego? They're just so sissy. They don't want to lose and not win. Million dollars nah. to the because see they're trying to get why would superstars they not do to do it. it. But why would the oh, yeah. superstars yeah. not do yeah, the dunk contest? Are they it. that afraid of like not being the best at something? Yeah. Have a little fun, you prima donnas. They do it in practice, so why not? Yeah, but that would have been a. I'm show. gonna drop this in because it's uh, appropriate. Number three. No, it's not. No, it's not. Oh, okay. No, it's just I'm I'm adding on to to today's sponsorship of Pet Paradise from the text line. I get this. I used Pet Paradise one time based on y'all's recommendation. I could not have been happier. They were awesome. Oh, wonderful. Believe what we tell you. That's all. All right, continue. Number three. I've never seen this in a stat line. Dan or Jeff, have y'all ever seen anybody record a quintuple double? I just saw this recently. It was a girl. Like, a girl did it recently. She did wow. steals and blocks with Keanu points, rebounds, Christmas, and assists. The senior. Is Mary. it a girl? A girl. His middle name is Mary. Is it steals and blocks to go with points, rebounds, and assists? 11 points, 20 rebounds, 11 assists, 10 steals, 10 blocks. Yeah, I saw that. Where'd That's she play? Recently. It's a smaller school. Smaller school. Okay. Saginaw State or Yeah, something. but she okay. got busy. Quintuple double. That's a nice game. Yeah, it's, that's, that's a very uh, diverse skill set. Number two. It's hard to have 10 steals and 10 blocks. Those don't go right. along with each other. Right. Who some um Wimby just did that, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Triple double with, with blocks. A mom, she lost her 82. Hot uh, take, by the way. Holmgren's better than Wimby Yama. He will have a better career if they both stay healthy. Ooh. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were just recently battling. Yeah. I think Wimby got the best of them, didn't he? Yeah. Why do you think that? Are you, are you just kind of I, speaking at your. No, I saw the highlights. The pie hole there? I mean, no. what, are you, what are you talking about? I saw the highlights, and they were only showing the Wimby highlights. Yeah, that's what they do. <laughs> Number two. Uh, imagine losing an $820,000 injury claim. 
But you, that happened to her mom. But after I saw it, she deserved exactly what she deserved. <laughs> Absolutely. Huh? Exactly what, what happened? She <laughs> so she she had an eight hundred and twenty thousand dollar injury claim, mm-hmm. uh, claiming that a two thousand and seventeen car accident left her uh, with de- debilitating pain. Okay. Well, later she was photographed tossing a Christmas tree. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and yeah. those Christmas trees I mean, she's small. like they throwing like, that yeah, thing she's even, It looked like a competition. Yeah. She's nah. I would have said it was Photoshop. Come on, man. <laughs> Number one. I mean, it's, it's it's the classic. You know when they like they, they, they follow around the person. Oh, yeah, they're going to do right, that. For insurance claims. And this one, yeah. she And she got, like he said, a half million dollars. And she's out throwing a Christmas tree like it's a <laughs> like it's a horseshoe. Like a javelin. Yeah, right. What a, and she looks so happy. If you just knew that was the one that was going to take you down. <laughs> hey, Dano. Yes, sir. Can you? So, like, who is, like, your, your all-time, your favorite artist? Is it is it Manilow or is it? it no, it's, it's probably Springsteen. Springsteen. Mm-hmm. Jeff, do you have, like, an all-time favorite artist like that? Petty, maybe. Okay. Imagine planning your trip and going to see your all-time favorite artist. And you're actually en route. Mm-hmm. But then you get the call of a lifetime. The call that you've been waiting for mm-hmm. saying a kidney you like cuz you need a kidney transplant and say there's a, a kidney available for you. Okay. And you need to go immediately. Okay. Well, that's what happened to a young lady. She was going to see who uh, who else? Tay-Tay. Tay-Tay. Yeah. And she got that phone call. Oh. <laughs> a kidney has been made available for her. And to me that's a no-brainer. Yeah. Sorry Tay-Tay. But this 35-year-old young lady was actually Contemplating on on oh dear she went <laughs> please tell me she went and got the kidney she went and got the kidney oh thank god but she was contemplating on going to see Tay Tay well if he uh, yeah at which point Tay Tay would become a murderer and that wouldn't age well and no disrespect oh, to the young lady but yeah, if you made the decision to yeah. go see Tay Tay and I know you want to go see Tay Tay they shouldn't then give you don't you the get kidney. the kidney that's true yeah. right that what you should be getting is a brain. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's trending. Brought to you by Pet Paradise. Don't take our word. Just go to the text line. Uh, to your point. Yes, sir. Uh, this year, this is basically the first year for both these cats. Right? Holmgren didn't play at all. Right. Year. He got hurt. Right. And in fairness, Holmgren is on a team that's got Shea Gilgis Alexander averaging 31. Yeah. Jalen Williams is a very good player. Yeah. He's averaging 20. But here are the numbers. Uh, Wimbanyama is averaging 20.6 a game, Holmgren 17.1. Mm-hmm. Wimbanyama 10.2 rebounds, Holmgren 7.8. Mm-hmm. And Wimbanyama 3.3 blocks, Holmgren 2.7. So by all statistical indicators, um, my guy would have to catch up to be better overall. But if I got a game right now, one just looks a little more fluid and he's filled out a little bit more. I'm worried about Wimbanyama. He's so skinny. Eve. Yeah, he is. He's very skinny. And it's going to take a while to grow. But do they? Do they ever grow? Is he going to be like Sean, Sean Bradley, Bradley his whole yeah. career? <laughs> bowl, right. bowl. Come back and introduce you to Jaguars today. This is the drill. It's a Beatrice Plumbing Wednesday. Now, the two-minute drill. Brought to you by Tire Outlet. Tire Outlet is now hiring. Visit tireoutlet.com slash careers. Equal opportunity employer. E, I want to shout out to Clay High School Baseball. Yeah. Your guy, uh, Merrick Raposa. Mick. Uh, apparently, it says here, six innings pitched, 17 strikeouts, no walks. It don't Ooh, just say it. Wow. That's what happened. All but one. If you have uh, 17 strikeouts and six innings. It's across, all but one. Does that mean one guy hit the ball? One guy did not strike out. And did not get a hit. <laughs> Nephew got busy. Yeah. To so, get busy against, there. Shout out. That was against Ponte Vedra, which is not a bad baseball. Yeah, Very good. Yeah, typically. Uh, I know uh, I know a bunch of them boys over there. Uh, uh, Kate Item plays for well, him, and Parker plays for him. And, and 
Ponte Vedra, you mean? Yeah. I'd suggest they start taking some batting practice over there at the beach. <laughs> might want to pinch hit your ne- knees. Might want, to, might want to practice a little bit <laughs> over there, Petey. Apparently, they just rolled the balls out and said, try and hit this guy. <laughs> Ponte Vedra Sharks. Ponte yeah. Vedra Put the chum. bat on the ball here, boys. Uh, Tony, what's up, man? Good morning. On. What a boring day for everyone else on that team. All right. yeah, One yeah, ball yeah. gets in play. Picking in daisies oh like a little leaguer. Oh, my leaguer. gosh. Come on. Something happened. Tony, it, I it would li- be exciting. Tony, I listened yesterday. I nearly lost my, my cookies. Oh. When the boys started to kind of kind of intimate, and I pray to the sports gods, little G, that this is just smoke screens or such or whatever, mm-hmm. I seem to hear some intimation <laughs> that the offensive line was pretty much going to come back intact. I I feel the same way coming out of yesterday. I started that I to felt, shake. Right, the whole time with the Fortner thing. We're not going to know what they feel about any of this till they start doing whatever they're going to do. All right. Like, that's how I feel about all of it. I'm not – I. I feel like situations like yesterday for yeah. coach and GM, all of them that are up there, their goal should be don't lie, say nothing. Right? Be like, that should be the goal when yeah. you're going up to speak at that kind of event at the Tony, combine. when it was third and one over the last two months of the season, right? the Jaguars would line up in the shotgun with no <laughs> running backs. Yeah, I, I joke that their best <laughs> short yardage option is our quarterback is tall. Right, yes. like that's that's pretty much what it was for the back half of the season. Ugh, and Lord. I don't think that they can't recognize yeah. that that's a problem. Yeah. But like we said about Fortner when they talked about him at the end of the season, mm-hmm. there's no reason to burn any of them. Okay. Right? Like there's just okay. no reason. Right. Like there's no all impetus right. to do that. I know the fans want to hear it. Right? Like we all want to hear that they just want to say, we're done with it. We're moving on from all of them. Yeah. You know, it's time to, like, yeah. I know that that's what fans want to hear. Yeah. They're, there's no reason to do that. The GM said like the combine. The GM said, "I don't understand the the ambiguity about Cam." Well, because three weeks ago in your press conference, you said, "Yeah, I'm not committing to anyone." Yeah, that's you, why you created ambiguity. But even his answer is pretty ambiguous. His answer, <laughs> like he's like, "I don't know what the ambiguity is." He's under contract. Yeah. Is he playing here? Yeah. Right, oh, like so, that's no, how about a, as, so as a follow-up, everyone under contract is safe. Okay, got you. Uh, right. right. They're not going to cut anybody yeah. under right. contract. Like you're Come not on, cutting man. Rayshon. What's going to happen right. with Sheriff? Like all these different things. Right. We know there Those are guys under sure contract that are not going to be here. But he also said later on in the same press conference, we'll start unveiling our plan next week. Yeah. Right? Like he's he told you. Yeah. Yeah. It, basically, everything I just said about any of that stuff, well, you'll well, that's see the next franchise. week. Tag deadline, right? March 5th? 13th. 13th. Is, the, is a deadline, I think. I don't know. Maybe don't that's know. free agency. Yeah. I don't know. Stop asking me questions. No, free agency is the 13th. I think the 5th. Yeah. That may be what he means yeah. by the yeah. franchise they got a week tag. left to deal yeah. with yeah, 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 yeah. Do what they're going to do with Josh. All right. Well, what else you got cooking today? Uh, our question of the day today, asking mm. if it came down to a choice of signing Calvin Ridley yes. and keeping that third-round pick yes. or losing Calvin Ridley and keeping their second-round pick. No. Which would yeah. you prefer keep for the Jacksonville Jaguars? Yeah, the, the, I, hope, I hope for the sake of the, our collective fan base IQ, that's about 95-5. <laughs> they we'll need see. him. They need Calvin Ridley. There's not a lot of talent we'll there. We'll talk with uh, John Osher from yeah. the Conference. Oh, good All right. stuff. Cool. All right, look forward fun. to it. Thank Jaguars you. today. Mike and Tony got a lot to unpack from yesterday, today, et cetera, et cetera. So as the plan, we start to – intimate what the plan may be. Yeah, I'm with Tony. The one thing is true. I'm not taking much of what they say until I see what they do in free agency in the draft. And if we if we come to mini camp in May with these same offensive linemen, then yeah, they will have per- perpetrated uh, another crime against us. Last year it was rush end. That'll do it to it for a Beatrice Plumbing Wednesday.